All right, this is Randalicious. Welcome to the 21st Hexus Podcast. And we're streaming this shit for those of you who are watching. Feel free to post questions. We'll collect some and answer them at the end. We're going to be giving out OS Buddy Pro codes throughout the podcast as well. So keep your eyes peeled for that shit. But let's get going. I'm Randalicious, and I'm the leader of Hexus. Um, Trance, and I have the least amount of combat XP on the top page, Old School RuneScape. I'm Trickle, I'm General in Hexus, and also the Guardian Preserver of the Old School Field. Oh, uh, Ripstream. <laughs> Jordan, you <laughs> shit. Yep, alright, skip him for now. Go ahead. I'm Alcan, and I am gay homo. Dream's gone. I'm Cam, and I'm a fairly new member of Hexus, going for max total. Uh, and I'm Jord, and I am a developer for OS Buddy. Alright, so, um, for those of you who are watching this shit, I'll... Um, at some point, I will post uh, everything that we got going on here, so you guys can follow along, but... Get it going, though. Jordan, you said you are a developer for OS Buddy. What can you tell us about that? Um, so I've been working on OS Buddy for about a year and a half now. Um, I mainly do uh, back-end systems and web systems. However, I have written a few plugins, so some of the things you use in game probably been run by me. Alright. Um, like, some of those things include, um, like, a, like, basically all of the web systems that you probably use are written by me, and I've done a few plugins such as the Mainly like the chat-related ones, like the uh, PM highlighter and things like that. But like, any questions you have with the plausibility of ideas or anything like that, I probably will be able to answer. Alright, alright. Is this still offline? Everything is going good for me. But I'm recording it anyway, so... I'll refresh. Also, can you tell me if I like start over talking because that happens a lot? Oh no, feel free uh, to uh, feel free to uh, keep it going. Yeah. It's offline. Ah, oh, Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, I'll stop it and start it, but we'll continue without. We'll continue anyway. Um, right. Sorry. There's been a whole lot of bugs with the surprisingly simple engine changes that have come about. Uh, what are your thoughts that it's still not all been fixed, and how has it affected you while playing RuneScape over the last few days? Uh, in terms of OS Buddy, I know it's been annoying some of the people who uh, do the uh, updates for OS Buddy, because whenever they do a game engine update, it means that we have to update, so it's been a lot of uh, back and forth for us trying to just get things working, really, but it's what we're paid to do, so need to do it. Uh, in terms of the game, it has been pretty annoying, like, I remember just logging in and there being, like, banked people, like, right by the smithing things in Barok, and I was like, oh shit, does this mean I can, like, just get really quick smithing XP with a banker there, but the, no, it, it didn't work as I thought it was going to. Um, I think it was Ghost who said that it was a surprisingly simple engine change, it was to do with the Abyssal boss thing that's supposedly coming out, but yeah, it made me, it forced me into a 
corner of abusing a bug <laughs> for about two and a half hours. So save like three ticks a lap. And now even with the fixes, I keep spinning around on the last obstacle for some reason. I don't know why. Is that cause you to lose a tick when you spin around? Uh, it used to, but now we sp it spins back around to face the last obstacle. It's uh, when you, I think it's when you click um, too late. But yeah, it's annoying. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I was having a lot of fun. Like, I don't know exactly what they did under the hood, but you would like interact with objects from like one tick away, so agility was faster, and like plunder was faster. You interact with the doors, and mining was faster. Um, made a couple of videos about it because I thought it was fun, but they averted it pretty quickly, so didn't have too much fun. Yeah, I uh, saw a screenshot that you had. You had like, was that 85 or 81 kxp per hour? Yeah, it was on pace like an 80 plus k uh, mining hour. For mining? Yeah. Jesus. Uh, for me, I'm slaying, so I haven't really noticed anything myself at all. Flash, I don't abuse things, GG. <laughs> Man, I ran into this problem. I went to pick up some supplies from someone at the Duel Arena, and they were in World 2. And I hopped, like, I logged out near the bank in World 2. And, like, when I went to log in, like, the bank was just not there. I was, like, a hundred tiles to the fucking east, like, on a mountain. And, um, like, he was trading me, but, like, he was nowhere on my screen. Like, I, I really don't even know if I can put it into words. I was freaking out. If Trance wouldn't have bullied Ace off of the podcast, oh. he would have been able to <laughs> explain Already, as well. <laughs> but, uh, dude, like, I was freaking the fuck out. I was, like, 100 tiles east of where I logged out and I couldn't see anything but like he's trading me and I made the trade but he was just nowhere on there and then I ended up getting stuck like in midair because like I was able to like walk off the mountain and it just looked like I was floating up there but I didn't really play much the, um, the right after that update so I didn't get to abuse intentionally or unintentionally any bugs features <laughs> features, yeah. Any unintended features that were added to the game. But, yeah, I mean, it's. It was really random. But, alright. Moving on. Do you guys use any guides for anything? Um, whether it's for, like, skilling methods or quests or anything like that? Um. Sometimes when I'm slaying, I have to like relook at when I place my cannon for Slayer because I haven't not used the old school uh, cannon spots. Uh, but it's probably the only thing I look at. And besides, if someone uploads like a super efficient method with like doing two skills at once, I'll take a look at that and see if I can do it. I guess, but it's about it for me. Yeah, not anymore. I used to all the time. Uh, for always good, and especially for Slayer, <laughs> I'd always go. I'd always go watch like. <laughs> Uh, I remember Dreary had some really cool Slayer vids back in the day for cannon spots. Um, I would always go back to those and see where to put a cannon. Um, I used them... I used the um, Imga album of the cannon spots 
Then I did Slayer, and that was the last I can remember using a guide. I'm usually alright on my iPhone. So, if I ever have to do a quest, I am so fucking lost. I have to use a quest guide for everything. I think the only thing that I can do without a guide is, like, Cook's assistant. But I struggle. <laughs> I struggle at fucking quests. Um, there was... I used a guide recently um, when I did the dwarf cannon quest. And it said the only thing that I need is a hammer. I didn't bring the hammer. <laughs> didn't you also ask, what's that quest for the dwarf cannon? Yeah. <laughs> Quests are not quests are not kind to me. It's uh, I always use shit for quests, man. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as Randy. I'll pretty much use guides religiously anytime I have to do a quest. And also, just going back on like some skilling spots or different techniques, I'd like to refresh. Uh, for me, like, quests, I, I can't do them without, like, I don't even need guides, I need, like, YouTube guides, because I hate it in a quest guide when they're like, oh, talk to the guy wearing red, and there's, like, ten guys wearing red. So, like, I like to have a video guide so I know exactly which guy they're talking about. So I, like, have to go quite far with it, I guess. I have one thing to add. Uh, I guess this is more directed towards Jord. Uh, have you guys thought about doing a plugin for, like, Canon Slayer spots, then? On Old School Buddy? Uh, what do you mean exactly? Like where to place the cannon for like a highlight of flare pass? Uh, yeah, kind of like for could, yeah. yeah, we could. Um, the the hardest bit would be knowing where the tiles are, but it's, it's a very easy thing to do. Yeah. Wow, that that like, that would be a really awesome plugin, I would think. Basically, if you guys um could just take screenshots of where to place cannons, and then that will just make it really easy for us to make. But see a lot I of personally... Slayer efficiently too. Yeah, but I, I personally couldn't tell you where to place the cannon at probably a couple of this one. Sounds like that would be something pretty simple to add in then. Yeah, very simple. Well, hey, good thinking there, Alkin. That was good shit. Yeah. Alright. Moving on, um, is there anything from RS3 you would like to see an altered version of in old school? If so, uh, what is fortune? it? Uh, no. Maybe. Wait, School of Fortune Max isn't even OP. It's Treasure Hunter. Yeah, it's Treasure Hunter. Sorry. Like a comp cape yeah. would be cool. Okay. Yeah, I guess a comp cape would be pretty cool, but if I had to choose one thing, I really want to see the whole fight kill minigame, because that was, like, really enjoyable, and I know a lot of people uh, weren't even able to complete it. Now, for me, I'm, I'm a noob. What Can you elaborate on what the fight kill is? It was basically, like, a much harder fight case, where, like, some ways you'd have to fight Jad plus monsters, and I know there was a way where you'd have to fight double Jad. And if you didn't know Holy the first shit. spot, you would just get, like, instantly fucked. For double Jad, would it have two attacks at the different time, or how would... It's safe spot it. Yeah, you you'd have to spot one, one of the Jads, yeah. Oh. The best part about killing is that they said, one, two, sixes will not be able to do this on the first day. And on the first <laughs> day, a one defense pure got it. <laughs> well, it goes to show how talented the uh, team 
at when, when Zora came out, they said like, "I'll be surprised <laughs> if anybody does it in under two minutes or something." Oh what yeah. It was. Yeah. Like no one in the no one in the office there could even kill Zora. Pathetic. Uh, one thing that I would really like to see is like a tweaked version of summoning. Um, obviously, I mean, given that we're having sailing pulled, it seems highly unlikely that summoning would ever find its way into a poll. So I guess I should stop gripping on to the hope of that coming, but I, I really did like summoning. A tweaked version of that would be nice. Um, for me, I, I wasn't too keen on the rewards, but I quite liked the concept of dungeoneering. But I do understand why lots of people didn't like it, because the way I did it was a lot with friends, whereas I know people who had to do dungeoneering with a bunch of randoms really didn't get on with it very well. Uh, for me, I guess the most recent update was like the boss slayer that should have been a copy of like, the Reaper assignment on our history. Um, it's a really failed version of it. Um, and besides that, I like Dungeoning a lot. I think it brought a lot of... It made, it made a lot of new friends, to be honest. Everyone that was doing floors efficiently, you would end up adding and becoming friends with them. You would later on yeah. talk to them about efficient things anyways. So, Dungeoning days, to be honest, it made me start being more efficient. But, uh, I don't know. People are kind of scared, obviously, of change like that. Uh, for the next question, um... I don't think there's a question that we have about Boss Slayer. Do we have one, Randy? I have not had the opportunity to look through this okay. one. Well, then we should probably talk about it now because it's a load of crap. Go ahead, opinion. elaborate on it. Uh, you get like less than five of every boss, except for like the God Dungeon bosses. And yeah, and they're like not even like common tasks that you should. If you want to do boss layer, you should. I think you should be able to only do boss layer. Like it is on three. We have the master. Mm. And, like two giant moles. And you get 5k slayer bonus for the two giant moles. I don't know. I just feel like it's really poorly designed. Someone told me that the moles could be really good XP per hour, though. Yeah. Like 60k plus. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And um. Do you know. think that it, do you think that the tasks should be longer than what they are? Oh yeah, definitely. Like 20 at least. Yeah, I'd like to, uh, for them to encourage boss tasks rather than just conventional put your cannon down, sit in the corner and AFK. I think you should get a relatively minor XP increase for doing boss tasks over just conventional slaying. Now, they when they assign the boss slayer, they assign you a boss, right? They they change yeah, that? Specific one. Okay. Yeah. I, don't know, I just feel like most people doing boss slayer are gonna get kind of upset if they don't get a boss task. Uh -huh. you know what I mean, like it's kind of disappointing when you like, ah, oh, have to do hellhounds before I can get a boss. And it's not like it's like you had like a separate slayer master, you wouldn't get, you probably wouldn't get a bonus XP reward just because. Yeah, what, what I find it. interesting yeah. about that is because I remember when they were talking about Zaya, there was, is or was supposed to be a boss specific slayer master that was going to be on that. But yeah. I don't see that coming now that we've got this shit. Does anybody actually do the boss task? Like, I don't understand how you would enjoy getting, like, three Venomatuses. I don't know. It, really dumb. With the amount of tasks that you can do, just uh, off of, like, regular shit, like, dags, cow fights, 
um, whatever the fuck there is else. But, yeah, like there, there is, there is, uh, greater demons as well. Like there is a lot of shit that you like boss layer you can actually do. So yeah, yeah they even included things like three cow fight queens for one of the boss sets, and I don't really even see the purpose in that. I find it really funny that um, uh, Hexes member called Rianatu. Turadel is better for Boss Slayer than Duradel just because it assigns um, bears and spiders and you can still get a 10% uh, increase in damage using the Slayer Helm on the bosses like Callisto and Venonatus because they still fall under the category of spiders and bears. Oh, I never knew that. Wow. And Skeleton so you can kill um, Vetian. That thing's a skeleton? Mm-hmm. Alright. Alright, so moving on then. Um, what are your guys' current priorities in life, and where does RuneScape rank among them? Um, so for me, the only really priority I have at the moment is work, so I guess RuneScape kind of ties into that, so I guess RuneScape is fairly high in my priorities. Um, yeah. Um, I'm currently on summer break, so I've got, like, no priorities and just play RuneScape when I've got nothing better to do, which is 80 hours a week, apparently. <laughs> um, well, starting tomorrow, school starts, so that's probably number one priority. And then I also train sports and powerlifting, so that's probably number two priority, and then number three would be RS anytime I have free time. But I'd be fucking lying if I said that RS doesn't take priority over some of those. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm in the same boat as Struggle right now. My summer breaks coming to end within like two weeks. Um, but I take online classes, so I might be able to squeeze some RuneScape in while I do some of that shit. Between some online classes and whilst you do some RuneScape, you mean? Yeah, yeah, sorry. sorry. Agility, basically. Yeah. Uh, moving on then, what was the first efficient method you used, for example, like backwards fire making? Uh, I don't remember. Maybe barb fishing, but none, none of the tick up, none of the tick abuse methods were really known at the time. But I did fish one, drop one. So I guess at the time that was like efficient. Um, if we're talking strictly old school. I guess one of the like tick abusing during fishing, but pretty much every method I do is uh, macro efficient at least. Uh yeah, same with trans to start. Um, when I did fishing, I fish one, drop one because I saw Jebram do it and I thought it was what you were supposed to do. Uh, aside from that, maybe the cannon, um, sitting in the corner, the cannon spots again, something Jebram brought my attention to. Uh, so you can get double heads. For me, I'll say um, using AHK for prayer. Um, you know, it's, at the time when I did it, you had to manually do it, and there was no way in fuck I was going to um, like do it freestyle. And got set up with AHK. That was the first time I uh, started using it. 
and haven't stopped since. Uh, the one that comes to mind for me is back in RS3 when you could uh, superheat while mining gold at the Living Rock Caverns and then doing the drop one mine one technique with like using one on your mouse keys so you drop down and left and then you could double click so the first click would go on drop and the second click would start mining again and yeah I did that for quite a while. Um, I think for me it was when I started like rack room crafting uh, when summoning like came out like a year after. Um, you would try to see how many natrons you can make per rack. It'd always be like a competition with yourself or other friends, I guess. I don't know how far that goes as far as efficiency, but that and I guess yeah, at living rock caverns was fun with mining and superheating. But it for me to be honest. All right, what are your guys' thoughts on Alfred's? design for the Inferno Axe. Um, here I will link a picture of it in the chat but what do you guys thought about it from looking at it so far? I haven't been a fan of it. You can't really even tell that it, anything's even there. I feel it's just kind of pretty fucking pretty fucking weak is <laughs> That's really what I'd weak. say. There should be like some fiery looking things on it. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be. Some... It should be trimmed with like gold or some shit at least. Yeah, I think it is pretty ugly. I can't even distinguish it from a normal dragon axe. I thought they'd at least like somewhat mimic the Inferno as design from RS3, but that's not even close. Uh... And I'd at least like to see. The chopping animation, if you guys remember that from the ads. Yeah. Yeah, I hope that comes back. <laughs> Wait, is, is there an animation for when you burn, or, or is it just the uh, you just see a little log catch fire and go off the side? Go off to the side. That sounds I like it could be cool. Kind of like this. It's like really simple. Like it's yeah. not like some overstated thing. It, I don't know. I'd I'm like just, I'd like uh, to be able to tell a difference by looking at it. I mean, you really have got to squint your fucking eyes to see what the actual change is. You know what I'm saying? Like when he said, "All right, like here is the design." I was looking at it like, "What the fuck am I looking at?" This looks like a. Did they rework the dragon axe? <laughs> <laughs> like the blade is a little bit pointier, and it's got this little shit at the bottom of the axe. I mean, darker handle. That did that take him over or under five minutes? I'm taking the under. I really like it. It's nice and simple, and I'm glad that Ghost didn't touch it because it'd be fucking. Ugh, it wouldn't be an axe. I would have liked to seen something on it that. I I I like it, but I would prefer the um just the model from RS3. That's fine. So the model from RS3, it's also worked as like a pickaxe, that's why it's probably designed a little bit different. It looks more like a pickaxe as this well. This one's supposed to work as a pickaxe. Oh wait, no it's not. Is this, yeah. I mean, you can, you can attach the, the the thing to the pickaxe and it's a different item. It seems like the trend is to kind of design the item so it looks good and resizable and unfixed. Like, I'm sure that's really distinguishable and resizable, but in fixed mode and can't really tell. Yeah, good point. I wonder how many, now that you say that uh, it's designed more for resizable, I wonder how many players actually play on resizable compared to fixed. Questions coming. 
going up. Oh, really? Well, well, fuck it. Moving on then. Alright. How do you guys feel about all the people doing Slayer at once? Um, the current state of Slayer in general has so many people doing it and shit is very overcrowded. Would you support instanced Slayer areas? Oh my god, it's perfect timing for me because I'm doing Slayer. You running um, into a lot of problems? Fucking, it's so horrible at the common tasks like Blood Bloodbells and Hellhounds. And I've been Abyssal Demons, but I don't do it in the tower because I haven't done the diaries yet. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I guess the total of the world's kind of helped a little bit. Um, but like 2k total is still not that high. I still see a lot of people there. Um, yeah. I wouldn't mind like a newer place where we can move to. I guess this place, this cave is kind of old now, I guess. Could be in like a pretty cool area out soon. Need like 90 Slayer to enter it or some shit like that. Um, well, I haven't slayed in a while, but even when I was slaying like two months ago or so, when the diaries came out, I remember going to uh, the Slayer Tower or whatever and just seeing people in like full dragon killing them, and I remember that being really annoying, being forced to slay there. And I remember just every cannibal monster, people just think it's a they're able to share it with you, so that's a bit frustrating. Um, I couldn't say if I would or wouldn't support Instant Slayer, it would depend how they would do it. They can, they can make it so you pay for it, so it's like 50k or 100k GP per task, you can just like create your own instance. It's like a tiny bit of money, yeah. stuff, I guess. There is, um, for blood builds, I'd probably pay 50k an hour for blood builds or 50k for one task. When I saw Ash tweeting that it would be impossible to make Neve's Cave 100% instance because of how many monsters are in there, but he didn't say that he's not open to the idea of adding in more spots somewhere else instanced. Um, just hearing all the people who are complaining about how just bad instance Slayer, I'm sorry, um, just R Slayer has been with, at like Hellhounds and Bloodvilles. Like that shit just really turns me off from wanting to do it and I would definitely support paying some money either every task or every hour or a one or a large one-time fee just to n not have other people fuck around. Yeah, I would definitely support um it would be a really nice GP sync, but they could also do like a Slayer Point sync maybe. Or like you get to choose if you want to pay Slayer Points or G a bunch mm -hmm. of GP to have. Um, that doesn't necessarily have to be instant, but kind of like uh, like an RS3, they have those dungeoneering things. You know what I'm talking about? Resource areas. Yeah, RS3, that's what yeah, I was yeah. yeah, those things. But they, well, they did that for sailing, where you get on your boat and you pay or you pay a fee. Maybe you just don't pay anything because you have this, you have this uh, sailing level. And you go to like a cave with black demons in it or something like that. Kind of far away. I don't know if you want to wait all the way till sailing comes out. If it comes out to do that, but I don't know. Just an idea. I hear too many people complaining about Slayer and not enough people posting on R slash Slay cringe. I'd really like to see more people post on that. Um, but yeah, I like the idea of sort of resource areas. So the original room for Blood Bells is like a crack and you can pay a certain amount of GP or a certain amount of Slayer points to unlock it do your task in there rather than having to compete with a bunch of noobs that don't know what the fuck they're doing 
I do think having instant everything is a little bit too extreme. It's, yeah, that's a bit OTT. Even having a like a second floor on the on the Slayer Cave or something that you can do other um Fuck the Slayer Cave. I'd, I'd like to see the Brimhaven dungeon kind of expanded and revive it. Yeah, really though, like there is. It's a big ass fucking dungeon that gets absolutely no love whatsoever. There's nothing in Even there. And the only time I'd ever go there was to do dog skip tasks. Yeah, I, if they could remove the dogs, um, replace the Actually, fire giants were right there for the time. Replace the hill giants with uh, I'm not the hill giants, the moss giants with something else. I mean. I think that they really need to look into fixing the Brimhaven dungeon to... They can take out almost everything there, because everything there is in the... Yeah, 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 that's that's why it's so useless, I mean, if they could just... There's also like a Slayer Cave in Fremenic, and the kind of a pseudo-Slayer Cave in Lumbridge. They could do like a maybe like a basement to the Slayer Towers. A lot of other places in the game, they don't have to just expand. Just do what I, Ace, I just read in the chat, Ace said... Um... Just do another Slayer monster, uh, Slayer Master with their own dungeon, like Curadel on RS3. You see, I, I don't know. In, instead of seeing that, I'd like do to. Do it see, again. I'd, li I'd like. I'd much rather like to see the Brimhaven dungeon revived. You know. School's all about reviving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I remember like many, many, many podcasts ago. I said that um, like Duradel should get his own cave, but. Then I, I, at that time, I wasn't thinking about the Brimhaven dungeon because it's. It does like no one ever uses it. You you almost forget that it's even there. You know. Wait, didn't yeah. didn't they pull, um, adding like black demons and blue dragons to Neve? E and they were gonna put some of them somewhere. I don't know if it was Pretty in sure Neve's cave. Past. Yeah. You can sure you cannot can in the ones that are in Neve's cave. I know. So that are might there, be good right for now? the three people, that you see in every world with like. Yeah. Exactly. Wearing sunglasses and have a DFS, no pots, killing black demons. And a frog on the head. Those, ki frog. those kind of people might um, be moving into Neve's cave for that. I'm surprised that isn't out yet. I feel like that'd be a pretty easy update if it, if it passed. I'm pretty sure it did. Just give Duradel some love, revive the Brimhaven dungeon. Right, moving on though, um, how have the 2K total worlds treated you guys so far? Uh, I've not gone anywhere near 61 because it's American and I don't really want to deal with the 180 thing I get on those worlds. Yeah, I haven't even logged on to a t 2K total world yet, but uh, it wouldn't really affect me anyways because I'm just doing agility right now. Um... Okay, there's like always people at the skilling areas, like a, at chins or something. There's always someone there, so you're actually more likely to find an empty hunting area on a non day world. So I, I normally don't really go on it, but I would if I wasn't doing something like that. Uh, I have not logged into it. I'm loyal to World 46. It's been good to me. It's been good to me. So, my place is here. I, I respect that. <laughs> um, I hop to the world sometimes if I have like a Slayer test just to see if anyone's there. It normally is, so useless to me. Yeah. I'll probably use it when I do bank skills or some shit like that. 
but it kind of brings a nice feeling of like World 48 and RS3 back. Um, even though 2K, like I said, isn't too high, but it's better than nothing, I guess. You're talking to like higher level players for the most part, so it's kind of nice community. Is is slaying hey, in a 2K world a problem? I got a lot of love when I went to the GE, man. <laughs> <laughs> Is, is uh, slaying in the 2K total world a problem? Like, it, I kind of feel like it would really concentrate all of the players into the efficient areas. Um, well, I had like a greater demon task, and I thought that task isn't too off. Like, people don't get it too often, so I hopped, and there was nobody there. So, I don't know. Greater demons are freaking hard to find during the day. Oh, okay, okay. Open world. All right. Right, so moving on there. If you got, if you guys haven't already, will you ever go for a month record? Um. Well, I probably can't because I I work too much. But even if I did, I don't really could see me ever doing something like that. It's not really something I would do. Like for me, when I play RS, I more try and beat my own records rather than try and beat other people's records. But like, if I had the time and the money, then sure I would. But I just can't see it happening. The only record I really did, and I wouldn't do it to try and get the rank one in it or anything, just for personal achievement, was uh, a 26 mil uh, agility month, which is like 430 hours or something that I did in the first month of summer with about probably 17 hours of work a week, something. Fuck. Which I just sort of did because I was enjoying agility at the time. I'm content with it though, but I'll get a better one remains to be seen. I've not really got the time to, if I stick with agility to 180 or whatever the hell I do. Yeah, even if I were to go for one, which I probably wouldn't, it wouldn't be that impressive at all, and I don't even think I'd be able to take, take the number one spot. And it's just too much of a time commitment to have, like, pretty much a whole month where you can play a ridiculous amount of hours. It's pretty rare nowadays. Um, for me, it's not really my play style. Uh, I, I've tried to like go for like week records. I don't really enjoy month records at all because literally just destroys the entire month. You don't do anything. You don't leave your house unless you want to get like rank ten record or something. Um, but uh, it's just not my play style. I'd rather do what I want and then just play RuneScape for the rest of the day or something like that. So not something I'm looking to do at all. Maybe day records that would be kind of fun. But it. Um, I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm going for a month record, but, um, in the next, like, day or two, I'll have the record for most Herblore XP in a month, uh, which has just kind of happened. I've never said, alright, I'm going for this month record, I'm gonna dedicate this many hours a day to be able to accomplish it. I've gotten a couple of month records, um, all have been beaten since, but it was never something that was just on my mind, I need to get number one on this. I'm gonna try to get it. I don't think I'll ever like go for one to the degree like Trance when he did his um, one in January. I don't think I'll do anything like that ever. Alright. What has been the worst updates to old school so far in your opinion 
We're gonna all have the same opinion, aren't we? <laughs> That's why he's put a disclaimer next to the question. <laughs> a okay, disclaimer I'll, of I'll not Nightmare Zone. <laughs> okay, no Nightmare Zone? Just then what about Zura? What about Wyvern? Well, they're the best. Alright, the worst. They're the best and the, the worst, the best and the worst that, yeah. The worst was our Dark Beast buff. It was absolutely disgusting. <laughs> and a disgrace to level 90 Slayer. Like, what the fuck are they thinking? Break even off that piece of shit task. Yeah, that's. I thought that that update was extremely underwhelming. Feel bad for the two people out there who made uh, Dark Beast alts in preparation. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, the worst update besides NMZ. Uh, that's a difficult question. The one that immediately came to mind was the biggest flop, that boss slayer, because it's pretty much useless. Um, I'm sure there's a better answer, I just can't think of one. Okay, this is a prediction, and I predict that the Player Simon rework will be the worst update. Uh, hey, I really hope it's not. But, <laughs> it could have the potential to really make Slayer shit or just way too fucking OP. Okay. Um, for me, I'm gonna go, um... Nah, no, Zora is both the best and the worst update, but I think from a prestige standpoint, it's really had a negative impact on a lot of skills. Like, construction is doubled in XP per hour. It has made Dartscape a thing. Like, fletching is now zero hours. And um, farming seeds are half the price. I r what, that's really damaging on the game. I'll go with that. Plus, it's easier to do mahogany tables than oak doors. Oh yeah, yeah, it is a lot Probably easier. easier. Well, See, go on. Go ahead. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, say something. Yeah. Um, well, despite spending twenty-three hundred hours of my life on it, I'd have to say both the player design content. Um, updates. I think they both had detrimental impacts to both agility and mining and made the skills a little less prestigious than they were if um, these weren't to come into the game. So, Gully Dog for agility and just Quarry for mining. I think they've had a negative impact on the prestige some skills carried at the start of the game. Um, I would probably say, well it's not really an update they've added, but not fixing splashing because I think it looks really bad to new players when you log in and you just see these people splashing everywhere and I don't think it's very good. A good start to, a good introduction to the game to see that you can just gain XP while being AFK. And it's not like it's hidden, like uh, my Zone either. I've given up on that shit. <laughs> don't bother fighting that shit no more. <laughs> the struggle continues. One day we may win. Bah. Gotta wait on the data. Alright, fixed or resizable, which do you use? Uh, I'm always on fixed. Yeah, I've tried resizable like the first day, I don't think I've ever turned it back on. Um, but I do use the zoom. I'm either, depending on what I'm doing, and if I'm hunting, I'm, I'm zoomed in all the way, and if I'm anything else, I'm usually zoomed out all the way, just because I like seeing more things. Uh, I use resizable because I don't use a monitor from 2007. <laughs> So, I'd like to be able to see things. 
Um, I very, very rarely use resizable just for any skilling method that uh, makes it more convenient, like granite or something like that. Uh, I use resizable. I'm used to using it from artistry. I've, I, I used to always play on fix I mean, resizable came out, but over time, got used to resizable. So yeah, I use that. I probably always will. I've always been in fix, even prior to 07. Always been in fix. Old school uh, feel. I know it's just I like it. It's very compact. I want the screen to be smaller, not bigger. Uh, so I like just make it in the corner and leaving it there. Never really use the zoom feature because I um, don't use ice bloody. Uh, might use a sizeable <laughs> when I come around to do fishing or something, but I, I don't know. I like fix too much. Uh, yeah, I use fixed. Uh, I I always have the zoom on though. Like if I'm bank standing, I'm zoomed in as much as I can, and. Unlike farm runs, I'm zoomed out as much as I can. I did try resizable a couple times. Even tried it while bank standing. I just don't like it. So that's quite interesting then. So as far as I'm aware, only Alkan and I are the ones who have played a decent amount of RS3 and we're both the only ones who use resizable. Yes, I played a decent amount of RS3 and just okay. I got used to the old school fixed client. Yeah, I do remember when Old School was announced, I played RS3 for like a week before it came out. And then when I first started playing Old School, I was like, how the hell am I going to get used to this screen? But I, but then I go back to Resizable and I, I can't stand it, so. Yeah, same here. I wouldn't mind Resizable if I can like hide the chat boxes. It takes up like a quarter of your screen at least. Yeah. It takes up the whole fucking screen to me, so I just can't handle with that anymore. I, I could definitely see myself moving on to Resizable when I um, do other skills, though. <clears throat> it's kind of convenient too, just to have a smaller screen in case. Well, I don't have two monitors, so like on the side, I could watch something. All right, moving on. Um, what items in the game do you think should be easier to obtain, and what items do you think shouldn't be as easy? Oh, I'm not prepared for this question at all. Um, Skip me and come back to me at the end, I think. <laughs> I'm in the same boat. Uh, what items should be easier to obtain? There's not really much that should be easier to obtain. I mean, everything as it currently is is pretty fair and balanced, in my opinion. Not as easy to obtain is the harder one, though. I have no idea. Easier to obtain? I think I can't think of anything that should be easier to obtain because I think things should Roll take right. time to earn. Okay, yeah, the requirements for wait, what? No, the requirements for Zora should be increased. Your, I thought you were going down your funny route of mahogany planks, magic walls, dragon bones. Okay. Because oh, Zora, man. the requirements for Zora are way too easy, so that should be harder to obtain. Access to Zora and all that crap. I mean, it's, I don't know. This also, should be a just death challenge at the least for Zora. Yeah. The whole yeah. execution of Zora was just such a fucking... Ah, uh, here we go, here we go. I didn't mean, I didn't <laughs> want to do that, but I had to. Um, I still don't know why you, you keep your items. I think that a fire cave should be a lot harder to obtain than what it is. It's... I mean, if people are getting this sh shit in under 30 minutes now, 
I think that is no time at all, and it's such a great cape that it should take a lot longer or be a lot harder than what it takes. I don't know of anything that should be easier to obtain, though. Uh, herb supplies, there we go. Um, they, I, I guess I agree with the fire cape. They should make it where, like, when you fight Jab, you have to also kill other monsters while you're watching his prayer. Like, switching prayers, like a fucking five-year-old can do that. You shouldn't be failing at that. Maybe <laughs> once in a while your hand might slip and you might screw up, but if they made it where you had to, like, look at other monsters and kill them while you're watching Jad's attacks, that might be more of a challenge than just focusing on just Jad. I guess. Okay, so, so because I don't like this question, I'm going to reword it slightly. Um, so, like, in a perfect world, we'd have no bots, right? But then that will have, a, like, a detrimental effect to the economy. So, like, should those items be kept at the same rate that they are now? Or do you think that it's right for them to be made harder? I am interested in your guys' opinions on that. Like, D-Bones? Yeah. There were no like, bots, D-Bones would be, like, 4K each. No, they would be more would than that. They would be more than that. No, I would not be okay with that. That's that. Oh so, yeah, that's that's a good question. I don't know. I'm okay with the bots that bring in supplies. <laughs> but like, what are you saying? Like, you can't actually think that's good for the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not good for the game. I understand that. Um, that 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 almost maybe brings up the um should d bones be easier to obtain that's what he's saying hell yeah uh <laughs> way too you know when they I mean, when mahogany... go ahead planks and shit like mahogany planks drop from bosses noted in increments of like 20 right yeah you you know something that i really wanted to see on this dark beast drop table buff I wanted to see some kind like dark beast bones, um, that oh the ashes the infernal ashes from R three yeah you know I, is is that a thing? Well, they, it's they, like drop, they, demons, they didn't drop them in R S D, but they were a thing that would drop by um, demons. demons. They dropped ashes yeah. instead of bones. Like black demons drop them. Oh. Yeah, you could make bank from that task if you had like I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we can acids, though. I feel like people would be up for that, honestly. Yeah. Happy Demons also dropped them, didn't they? Yeah, yeah they do. But I, yeah. I was, I was wanting to drop like, like, maybe, well, maybe smoke devils too. I'm not sure. Well, I guess they're, I don't know. Necrials uh, dropped them as well, but doing it. No Black Demons. Right. Yeah. But I was really wanting to see like dark beast bones that uh, give in the around the same XP as dragon bones did. But. They still need to buff Dark Beast, in my opinion. Like, that was a really bad buff. Yeah, it, it was not it's, a buff. It's kind of comparable to the Calphite Queen drop table buff. I believe that drop table has been buffed two or three times. Yeah. And. I think they forgot that, like, you have to pray a Dark Beast. You can't just tank this <laughs> thing. So, like, there goes your profit right there. Like, did they not think about that? Yeah, I don't know. Plus, that would give some use worried. for peapots. Since Zero doesn't even use peapots, you can use bots of Dark Beast at least. They were too worried about all the Hexus flame. <laughs> I think they really... They, they probably, worried they probably really didn't want to overdo Dark Beast. I think it was a really passive... They went about it passively. They didn't want to make it a mill an hour. 
you know, it's, it should definitely be rebuffed now. I'm only I I was fine with it not having anything done to it, but then when they started talking about getting it buffed, then I was in favor of it. And now that it's already been buffed and it's still shit, I guess I'm okay with buffing it to where it actually makes money. I just don't like the idea of a level 70 monster giving more GP, well, more reward an hour than a level 90 monster. Yeah, that was my issue. Would you factor any bit of the AFK ability of Dark Beast into that? I mean, you can really AFK those fuckers. You could take a shower during a Dark Beast. <laughs> Maybe a bit. They're AFK to the point where like, you don't really have to click on the screen much, but you will die if you are not paying attention because... If you're doing it well, I mean, efficiently, you're not. You you're not. Drops. What? If your prayer drops a dark beast, and you're fucked. Probably AFK for like a minute. Well, I, I believe Trickle has said in the past that he's done black demons, and you said it was seven minutes like that you have. Go for a shower. You have seven minutes. Uh, it's eight and forty, I think. Yeah, we told prayer renewals, man. That's gonna be like twelve minutes. At, oh. But at, at wyverns, <laughs> like you don't overhead. So, and they hit really fucking hard, so, you'd, uh, you'd die if you took a shower at Wyverns, you wouldn't at Dark Beasts. But, alright, alright, moving on, though. Um, what are all of your guys' brief, briefly elaborate on your thoughts on sailing and will you start training it right away upon its release I would definitely do it um, not gonna try to be first to 99 or anything like that but I'll definitely train it when it comes out right away um. I'll be training it more from an OS buddy dev perspective, going, can we make a decent plugin out of this? So, <laughs> I guess I'll train it, but no, I won't be going for top feed. Um, if it's anything like engineering, then yeah, I'll definitely be doing it right away. It's be enjoyable if it's like that. Uh, yeah, I'm in the same boat. I really enjoy dungeoneering, and if it's anything like that, it'd be fun. A bit. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't even mean that either. Be great. <laughs> um, the more and more they elaborate on how summoning is going to be implemented, the more and more I hate it. So I'm going to be voting no. Um, right now. Um. Oh yeah, I guess um, for those who have already answered, after reading the three dev blogs that they've come out with so far, what is your current stance? Yes or no? Yeah, definitely no for me. For me, it's a no. After oh. after the third one, it was a no. The first two, I was kind of on the fence. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a no from it right now. I haven't yeah. read them yet, so rip. <laughs> um, I haven't read the third one. It left me on the fence for the first and second. Is there something in the third one that's, like, detrimental? Uh, shipbuilding. I was, like, fully against it when there was the whole 
and multiple people doing it in PvP aspect. Then I was on the fence of it on the second one, and then the third one I jumped right back off the fence. Like, just no. To the point where I actually changed my name for a month to Fuck Sailing. Just to promote. I know some people are concerned that it'll be like uh, a more expensive farming. Like you just basically go and check on your shit for the XP. Yeah, that's what they kind of <laughs> said. <laughs> that's what they kind of said in the last. Well, you gotta wait box. for it to fucking grow. Yeah. You yeah. Just, well, I mean, you, you, pay, you pay NPCs to make it. You come back and check it. <laughs> what the fuck done. is that? <laughs> <laughs> that's what is said in the dev blog. Yeah, I really oh, hope that's oh, not yeah. the case. They should make it so you can only have one ship at a time. That way you can't just like farm ships. It's so dumb. I really hope that the best XP of it is navigation, not... Yeah. Yeah. The current uh, feeling I'm getting at the moment from all of us for slaying is just abandoned ship. Really want to kick you from TS for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you feel genuinely happy or have a sense of accomplishment when you achieve a big goal of yours, or do you feel relief because you don't have to grind that goal anymore? Trance. Andy, I thought you were first. I was. <laughs> was. Um, I don't. I don't really set goals. I just kind of log on and what I feel like doing. I mean, obviously, if I get a 200 mil, I can't really train it anymore, or I won't train it anymore. So that's kind of a goal, I guess. I mean, I feel a sense of accomplishment when I'm having fun. So yeah, I guess <laughs> my goal is to have fun. Um, I'm kind of a goal-oriented person, so I do have a sense of achievement when I finish the goal, but it's not really long-lasting as it used to be. Um, and also, I do feel a bit of relief from not having to grind it anymore, but that's only for skills where I don't enjoy or I basically have to do for max total. Um, for me, like with everything in life, I've been more of a, like a forward-thinking person, so like, even when I go out shopping with my parents, I like to know the order of shops we're going to. So for me, like the idea of achieving a goal, it's not, oh, I've done this goal, it's, oh, what's next, what's happening next? Like, I don't really care about achieving something, it's like where that's leading to that I care about. Uh, last thing I achieved was Max, which was 7th of December. I kind of felt happy, but at the same time a bit disappointed. and. I know the same is going to come when I finish Agility. I'm going to feel just kind of upset that it's over because I've sort of developed an addiction. I'm going to not really know what to do with myself once I finish working towards it. It's a common, it's a common uh, phenomenon with uh, Agility-ers. Notice. Just, <laughs> yeah, I'll get to make a new account. doing something else and just burn out. <laughs> I mean, there's a pretty good like recent a case study of that, isn't self-help group for uh, Agility burnout. <laughs> there needs to be a self-help group for agility burnouts. Yeah, you need agility rehab. <laughs> you should do that with your last 10 mil XP and just leave it and keep going back to it when you're just really craving it rather than doing it all at once. That's not a bad idea. 
I'll set it up, agility rehab, let's go. Jesus. Um, when I'm going for goals, uh, I have fun doing it, and then once I achieve it, it doesn't feel like as much of an achievement, I guess, because, I don't know, knowing that you can do it easily, then it doesn't feel as much of an achievement. Uh, I would say when I look back at, like, my ranks in RS3, because, like, the rank of what you are in Twitter mill kind of judges, like, when you got it, um, I guess I'm more proud, like, of 200 mil Slayer because I know most of it was pre-EOC for me as opposed to now it's like 220k experience an hour. So I feel an accomplishment that I did most of my Slayer before it became that fast, but having 200 mil Slayer doesn't make me feel accomplished at all now because of how easy it is. So that's kind of how it works for me with like those type of goals. Now I set a lot of goals and have always got kind of like a game plan of how I want to play and I don't really think that I have much of a sense of accomplishment when I achieve a goal and I don't really have any relief when I get that goal either to me is like for the um, last four 200 mils that I've gotten it's just been like alright on to the next one like thieving when I got 200 mil thieving that was the last time um, I guess I felt like I had a sense of accomplishment. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's just on to the next one. And on to the next question. So, do you think the creation of Dartscape was for the better? Uh. Um. Yeah. I think more so that CML calculates its bonus XP was a lot um, a lot better than just having oh I can't I can't explain it yes if you multi skill <laughs> um. uh, I think no it's just it's so fast yeah and the fact that this one item has made it feasible for just about everybody to get 200 mil fletching just from darts is kind of just shows how OP it is. And I, I don't know. It's like the blowpipe. And, and just, again, Zora's fucking OP. Alright? <laughs> Zora's fucking OP. Um, okay, how much... Sorry. How many hours know. has Zora shedded off 200 mil all? Thousands, thousands, including making mahogany tables it viable. Saved at least nine hundred from um, fletching. Fletch. Yeah. Um, well, Con, Con used to be Con used to be like four eighty ish. Now yeah, it's cut it in half. Wines too, right? Uh, yeah, yeah wines. wines. Um, that yeah, cut yeah, off. Like, money, that cut off at least a yeah. hundred hours. Um, yeah. what else? What else? I. Got it. Well, farming obviously made it cheaper. Farming, so. what's this convenience? Saves time for money. But it, it's cut off at least 1500 hours from 200 mil all with that one update. Alkin, um, what is the Fletch like, XP per hour, like maximum yeah. Fletch XP per hour in RS3? 
Um, for broads? Uh, for whatever method uh, gives well, the most XP. Well, you can do like dragon darts, but it's very expensive. But you can't Re uh, real realistically. Um, yeah, there broads. is no manual. Yeah, you had to like let the like you had to let the game do it for you. There's no manual clicking type of shit. So <laughs> I think it's like six fifty k an hour with all the bonuses for fletching or something. Wow. And it's relatively AFK probably. Yeah. I guess the AFK part about it makes it uh, makes up for being that kind of XP per hour. Now, <clears throat> doing yeah. Addy darts, which is realistic, um, one can get three mil fletch XP per hour. Doing myth, you can get like 2.2 mil XP per hour, and steel is like 1.1 to 1.2 mil XP per hour, and uh, as many people know, I did um, 33 hours straight of darts with, for 60 mil XP, and that shit is fucked up. Dartscape was not for the better for the game. I mean, obviously, a lot of people are benefiting off of that, but it, it really just ruins the flet. It ruined fletching. I don't think it was for the better at all. It did make it so you had to do more like repetitive skilling because it's it's zero hours, right, for fletching basically. Uh, so yeah, yeah. To, like, be more efficient with it rather than just like AFKing mage longbows, which isn't much of an achievement to be honest so. yeah but that's the first like five or six people who did get 200 mil did do it yeah, that it way so them, of course. I mean it, they lost more than a thousand hours because of that but yeah did make it more of a skill though rather than just like an AFK skill mm -hmm. alright apparently Australian servers have been talked about more frequently on Reddit in the last week. What do you guys think about them still not offering servers for a large group of players? I think it's a bit ridiculous. I, I think considering RS3 has had Australian servers for a long time, it's not like out of the question to give old school one. So I don't really know what the big deal is. RS3 has a few of them actually. It has four or something? Like, or it has Australian and New Zealand. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It also has Malaysia. I'm not sure though. <laughs> Malaysia. <laughs> um, well yeah, I think it's pretty ridiculous that they haven't uh stepped up and gave Australia Australian players servers, but I'm really hoping that there's something that's stopping them, like some big issue and they're not just being dicks or don't want to spend the money. I want to wake up one day and every world is an Australian world and now all of us can play with 300 ping and see how long we last. Because it's just pretty appalling that such a large uh, part of the community hasn't really got means to play the game um, to the same extent that we can with um, specific servers. I know there have been problems with the uh, Australian servers on RS3 so maybe that's something that restricts them. But apart from that, I just think it's kind of, it's just not selfish. If you're Australian you still play the game, you must really love RuneScape. I couldn't play with 300 ping. Now back in 2013, I didn't quite 
fully grasp how many players in the Australian area actually played RuneScape. So I wasn't really sure how I felt, but obviously over two and a half years, you really kind of get an understanding that there really is a lot of fucking people in Australia. Like you've got America, Europe, and after that, then it's the Australian region. Like they need to get some fucking servers. doesn't just apply for Australians either. I think it's, the whole question should be um, means for everybody to play with decent ping. I know Brazilians suffer a lot with it as well. I, Brazil, um, from when I talked to Reach many, many, many months ago on TS, he said that uh, Brazil, he like, he said something, Trent, do you remember? He was like, you'd be surprised how many people from Brazil played the game and applied to be like the, the QA tester. You remember that? I don't remember that. We've, but... got, we've got fucking eight of them in the CC or something, haven't we? It's yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. But I never, I never hear any Brazilians complaining about their ping or anything like that. They're not that far from US or still 200. Probably about the same distance to US as UK, maybe closer yeah. to the East Coast US. Yeah, probably still a little bit closer to East ping, Coast. Though, for like the best, the highest quality server they can get their hands on. Is there any reason that they've said that they can't get Australian servers? Money, probably. Eh? Uh, RST doesn't give a shit about old school? Probably. I can't see it being a money thing because it has to be profitable. Like, there'll be a reason, but like, from the outside looking in, it seems like oh, it's a really easy thing to do, but I bet there's like some internal politics or some like infrastructure reasons like, why they can't do it. Yeah, they they really need to um, fucking do it. All right, do you guys have any pet peeves on RuneScape? Oh man, um, I'll do an RS3 one since you guys are probably all doing old school one. Uh, my biggest pet peeve that I've been noticing lately is when there's people going for like 5.2 build XP. And they didn't really, like, do it properly, as in, like, they didn't take care of their farming early enough, because it's kind of, like, a limiting factor and like, divination with cash. Um, and then you see those people, like, buy the XP with spins for, like, the skills that were, like, the remaining factor. I'm like, how is a skill a remaining factor for you if you're just going to buy the XP for it? It's, there's no such thing as your limiting factor, because, I mean, you just buy the XP at the end of the day anyways. That's getting on my nerves, to be honest. A lot of people are buying like divination experience instead of doing cash because they're buying XP for like other slow skills, and it's making it, it's making it so it is their limiting factor because they're buying so much XP that they're getting 5.2 too quickly. As far as even that goes, that's my biggest pet peeve at this point. Um, not too recently, but just in general, disconnecting is a uh, kind of annoying. But it's been been better recently. Oh boy. Uh, for me, it's the amount of players that are so goddamn reliant on OS, buddy. I really <laughs> it's so good! <laughs> like, people just can't, after an update, people just cannot function without all of the plugins with it. It's I just... always 
I joke around when I say that. I think it's embarrassing that you're like, oh no, my features aren't working, I can't play the game. It's just... Dude. That really <clears throat> rubs me the wrong way. Let me speak for myself and all the OS buddy faithful out there. Playing on the regular client is good. You know, RuneScape is still good. Playing with OS Buddy is fucking great. You know it. Well, I guess my biggest pet peeve on RS would be the inability of some fucking people to hop at skilling resources. <laughs> and I don't know what it is, but they just refuse to fucking hop no matter how easy the game makes it with the World Switcher and then the OS Buddy client. They just can't fucking hop. Oh, I got people crashing me because I'm using a cannon on a Slayer task. They're like, yeah, that was uh, good, so I was gonna say something else, but now the gloves are coming off. Uh, I my biggest pet peeve are the people who are non-believers, and I always believe alive. Yes, <laughs> tell them, George. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one pet peeve that I really have is, um, like, like Can said and uh, Al can like. If you're not using a cannon and you see someone slaying with the cannon, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. It's irritating, man. Alright. What is something in the game that you like to do even though it isn't strictly efficient? Um, I guess... I banked it and did darts because I, I liked doing that. You know, it was, as Rigandu said, it's like you're just playing a piano. I kind of liked that. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty fun. Um, I know that Trance does one farm run a day because playing the long game, it's more efficient than two. But I like. No, not for you. You have an alt. It's more efficient to only do magic trees if you have no. I like. Honestly, you, you shouldn't even do palms. I like doing palms. <laughs> I like XP. So I like cheap. the XP. <laughs> Give it to me playing a short term game here. Um, uh, okay, uh, go ahead. Uh, which one were we on? Alright. Um, I guess for RS3, I was starting to want to like go for boss pets eventually, even though they were like somewhat inefficient to go for, but it still gave you decent experience. That's probably one of the things that I'd like to do. Uh, for old school, I want to get like at least the Slayer boss pets, possibly BKs, but it's such a waste of time, but I might consider doing it in the future. For fun, I guess. Uh, for me, it's uh, Red Chins and uh, Nature Runes. Both like, I guess. I guess nuts, you could still think of them as efficient. I mean, I do them efficiently. Um, What's the difference between red chins and black chins? Uh, like, 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 one sense. like, long term, like 155 versus 170. Oh, that's not that big of a deal, but yeah. I guess it is. You can imbue while doing yeah, red chins. With reds, easily yeah, yeah. How close are. Adding in the imbue, how close are they in. um like efficiency percentage you know what I'm saying I mean with the imbue like have you factored that I'm sure yeah, you factored that in even if you don't do reds you can still imbue all the way to in the mill so you shouldn't really think of it that way even though technically you're getting the EHP for it it's possible to flesh there too 
Um, well, I guess something that I enjoy in the game that isn't strictly efficient, it's not efficient at all, is just doing any type of PBM with friends or real-life friends, doesn't matter who. And also, uh, I used to be a big PKer, but not so much anymore, but I do enjoy PKing with my friends every now and then. Um, for me, back in RS3 days, it was, uh, I got a trimmed completionist cape, which involves, like, multiple months. <laughs> but for for now, um, like, being an OS Buddy dev, uh, I can just type the word Shazam, and it will give everyone in the area who doesn't have Pro free Pro. And it's just pretty funny just watching people's reactions when you do it, and they're like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty fun to do, which I guess is a bit different. Have they ever logged out when you did that? Because they probably thought that, like, they started the bot or something. <laughs> Shazam! Uh, no. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. That's pretty cool. Alright, um, who are some upcoming skillers that we should keep our eyes on? Uh, I would say Oi, but he burnt. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think a really talented player who does not get any attention at all is Daniil Alavau. Uh, recruit in Hexus. Really fucking good at blackjacking. Really fucking good at fishing. And dude's a beast. I guess I, that's more of a underrated skiller than an up-and-coming. But, yeah. I'm going to talk underrated, I think, um, SOTG or Valini, uh, as well as Ging. I think they're two that are... They're not up and <laughs> I know, that's why I said, just underrated, I didn't say up and coming. Also, Oi, but yeah, he, he died. <laughs> How can you burn out from agility on? <laughs> Um, well, it's kind of hard to say who's up, up and coming, especially during the summer, because you never know how that'll affect their playtime when they have to go to school or something like that. And to be honest, I don't, I don't really know. Um, I, I don't really know to be honest. Uh, I think I, I still think it's way too far to start judging with like that type of stuff because people eventually burn out as far as like RS3 goes there was like 30 to 40 players that were a lot higher ranked but they all burnt out eventually so it's too early to tell to be honest with old school considering it takes them in like what 30,000 hours whatever the hell it is mm, it might be down to like 25 like for ages I don't even think he's 5.2 I don't know I Forsberg hash one alright how many times have you guys quit RuneScape, um, and elaborate why and when on it. Um, I think the last time I tried to quit RuneScape was when I started university, and I was like, okay, I'm moving away now, I'm not going to play this game anymore. And then uh, within the week, I was back playing RuneScape, so uh, <laughs> oh, I may have tried to quit, but not for long. The meme lives on, you never quit RuneScape. Yeah. Um, I guess I've technically quit twice, but I didn't really quit. I just worked on a different account. Um, <laughs> so you were first... still playing RuneScape while you quit? Yeah. What is... I, I, I didn't play on my main for like eight months. I made my newbie account and maxed it. And then like four or five months I spent on old school on my main account. 
Those are the two only times I took time off my account, I guess. <laughs> Played on different accounts, though. So. Yeah, I never quit. Fuck it. I've quit quite a few times, really. But the more major ones, it was more because I became uh, more interested in a different game. Like, I remember I played Call of Duty for, like, a good two years. And uh, I think it was, like, midway through old school. I did the same thing. But the biggest and most long period of time where I was not playing was during uh, EOC. How long were you off for? Um, until the old school service came back. Oh, wow. Alright, uh, moving on. Do you guys think that we should... Now, this was polled and failed, but someone submitted the question anyway. So, do you guys think they should allow us to use bonds to change our names? Uh, it can be done in RS3, but what do you think? Um, uh, I don't think so, because... Um, well, that's kind of a greedy way of thinking, but I use it for membership, and I really don't want it to increase anymore. Um, you can do it on RS3 anyway, and I think it's a bit weird having bonds be allowed to do things on the RS3 and the old school, which makes sense. Like, obviously not things like treasure hunter keys or whatever, but name changes is something that old school players want to, so I don't know, I just find it weird that it's not a thing. Do you think that it would increase the price of bond, like the in-game price of bonds um, mm -hmm. that came out? I mean, bond, bonds are like 2.4 mil right now. Slightly, very slightly. Like, a, very like slightly. 100k? 200? Who the wants to spend 2.4 mil every day to change their name? <laughs> the thing it will affect more is the people who GP swap, they'll get less money. Yeah. That's a good thing. Something called like inflation being a self-fulfilling prophecy that I learned in economics, and so basically, if people think it's going to increase because of it, it probably will. Oh yeah, self-fulfilling inflation. I like that. Boom. <laughs> I just like them to be as minimal as they could possibly be, so they are membership bonds. They are not bonds, they are just membership bonds, and I'm really happy that the community did put their foot down when this was polled and said no, we don't want any more microtransactions, you strong-armed us into getting them in the first place, and now that we have got to say, without a dick about us, say no, we did say no, so, yeah. Um, I don't see a huge deal about it, I mean... I get people are afraid of like bonds doing more things, but there's a big difference between changing your name and buying experience. I mean, people might vote for change your name, but they're not they're not going to be like, okay, well, if you can change your name with a bond, then you should be able to buy XP with a bond. Like that's never going to happen. But I wouldn't be so afraid of that change if you can just change your name. It's not anything like buying experience with bonds. It's just so I don't really care if they do it or not. I just I play both games anyway, so it's not a big deal to me. Alright, here was my favorite question that was asked. I was uh, streaming a few days ago and someone told me to kind of elaborate on the story of Hexus, of like how it began and like the early history of it. 
Gather around, kids. <laughs> Gather around. Let me Are tell you guys. About... <laughs> <laughs> then I shall begin. So, um, from what I, from what E-Fire, the, the previous leader, the only other leader of Hexus, his name was E-Fire. And he claims that Hexus was created before old school, um, like a couple weeks before during the time of like when the hype of old school coming out was coming. He said that he created it then with a group of friends. And so I guess you could say it was made before old school, but um, when Hexus first came out, it was kind of just like a newbie clan. Like we would let people in who had like any 99 at some point. Like I was a member um, with just 99 Hunter, I remember that, and we kept increasing our wrecks over time, over time, over time, and um, we changed it. Um, it was like first it was like if you had a 99, you could get in. Then it was like I think if you had two 99s, you could get in. And then it was changed to time to max rank. And after we started seeing a whole bunch of um, people who were like single skill players hanging out in the CC who technically didn't have the wrecks because they were shit just doing agility or cooking, fishing, other mining, things like that. Um, we voted to change it to just EHP, which is how we still use it today. But in around October 2013, eFire um, started runecrafting and he asked me for the runecrafting AHK that I use and I gave it to him and he started using it and about a week late now I had already 91 runecrafting at this time and obviously I had used it for 150 hours or so no and th worth noting this was before Weth started so they had an automated system back then which I will accept it was flawed, but after about a week of runecrafting, eFire got banned uh, temporarily for botting, and he said, hey, it's false, this shit is fucked up, and we know that the system wasn't perfect then because, like, Ginge was even banned um, one time before, and his was just a manual ban, the reasoning was a period, um, but, okay, so, like, in October... Um, E-Fire got banned, I think it was for two weeks, and around mid to late December, now, he was a great leader, he was really good, but he never used TeamSpeak or anything like that, so that really wasn't good, but I was always in TeamSpeak, and I was, oh, I was, um, in like July ish June or July I became a gen but alright alright so let's move out in like December ish um, when I was more active on TeamSpeak there were a lot of players who did not like that he was leading and um, I Dobbs wanted me to uh, co-lead Solus with him this is Way like we're talking 2013. Dobbs thinking about making Solus, and he wanted me to uh, lead it with him, but kept staying in Hexus. And then in January, 
eFire got banned again for botting, and <clears throat> he uh, this time he was permanently banned. His account was gone. Uh, John, Ma John C was a Hexus member at that time, and he was still actively playing old school. And he, Jonathan, was able to get eFire's account looked into because obviously eFire is claiming, you know, a it's a it's a false ban. Let's get this shit settled. And then Jonathan said, "No, nah, you botted your band. It was looked at." And like, there was already a lot of people who were not liking that he was leading at that point. And like that shit was kind of like the last straw. And then a couple weeks later, he resigned. And um, I've been leading since. So I. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess that I guess that cover, I guess that covers the uh, in, the, the age of infancy in Texas. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've been leading for like more than a year and a half now, and it's been great. But those are the those are the early times. I don't know. That was probably the longest that I've talked. Uh, at a point without uh... <laughs> story changing my life. <laughs> uh, if anyone ever has any questions about um, Hexus history, just feel free to um, ask me. And I mean, my shit is like a library up here, so just feel free. Should <laughs> highlight that part. That's <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. <laughs> It's uh. You know, we've really, really come a long way from being a group of people who wanted to play efficiently on old school to where we are today. But all right, moving on. All right, what do you guys think about insuring pets before you obtain them as a GP sync idea? <laughs> I, hold on, hold on. I know that I'm last on this, but I really don't like this. I was reading the question. This is the first time I've read over the question. I don't like it at all. I think they'd be kind of dumb. Yeah. It's not. It's not really a GP sync. You'd insure it when you got the pet anyway, and um, it could be more money though if you insure it before. Yeah, but how many people are really gonna do that? So, like, Why would you insure of... something before you got? Well, hey, 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 I saw. I saw on Twitter there was someone who got a spider pet and then got PK'd. Before they were able to get out of the wilderness, so they lost. And then they that got shit the is heartbreaking. Is <laughs> your girlfriend right now? No, no, no. Uh, ask the old, hey, ask old school scoop. They might think it is though. My uh... yeah, I think this is really dumb. It did have risk involved with M, so that's a risky take when you go in the wilderness and do bossing. I think it would be better if you could pay like a protection fee for like the next hundred kills or something, and then that would like be like an actual money dump. That'd be cool to be honest. It wouldn't really act as a GP sync when you consider how much money is coming into the game by the Cranberry Shop and Zora and all that jazz. And... It's still Everybody technically knows. a GP sync though. You can't say you can't say it's not a GP sync because there's so much more. You just said it wasn't. So it's not really... effective. It's not effective. Yeah, it's not really very effective. There you go. And, it, and they're <laughs> gonna they're gonna say it's a GP sync and be like, all right, we got a GP sync in the game. We don't need any more GP syncs. It's not a GP it's not sync. Do. It's an idiot tax. Who's gonna <laughs> yeah, who's yeah. gonna reserves? I'm um, sorry. 
insure something before they've got it. It's like putting down a deposit for something. It's just silly. If I was going for wieldy boss pets, I'd probably pay one mil for every hundred kill count to ensure that I get the pet and not lose it right away. I would definitely do that. That takes pets. away the whole risk aspect of the wilderness boss pets. It just sort of compromises the whole point. The funny part would be if you're, you're, you're choosing GP sync over risk, then I guess. The, the funny part would be if you're halfway through a trip and you like you're on your 101st kill and you get it, and then uh, you die straight afterwards because your protection had just run out. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't really care either way. If they were to implement it, I wouldn't be totally against it, but I would probably vote no in a poll. I wouldn't say it's an idiot tax, though. It's not that bad. But, alright. What are your guys' favorite skills? And why? Hunter Slayer. Uh, Hunter was my first ever 99, and Slayer is just fun and varied. Uh, I like agility, mining, runecrafting, and construction the most. <laughs> Are slow skills better than fast skills? Smiley face? Bad drawn face? Yeah. Sounds, <laughs> sounds, sounds alright. Right. Right. Um, on old school, my favorite skill was probably agility, and then on RS3, definitely dungeoneering. Uh, room crafting. Um, Slayer, even though it changes a lot, but I always enjoyed it. I really like Slayer a lot. Back um, when, on my old account, I think summoning may have been my favorite skill, but on old school is Slayer. Alright, now, what would you tell your past self to do differently that pertains to RuneScape. Like if you could go back in time and tell yourself one thing, what would it be? Up, oh, Trickle's dead. Go ahead, Jordan. Um, back when I used to be a staking addict, uh, on the last day of my addiction, I would have told myself at the beginning of that day to stop. <laughs> uh, so I wouldn't have lost everything. But uh, yeah, I guess that would be it. Um, well I guess it depends if I was informed, like if I was able to inform my past yeah, self go, about go, that go ahead, go ahead and inform, inform yourself, what would you tell yourself with the knowledge you have now? Um, I would have probably told myself to wait on a couple of skills like Hunter because they're going to be updated. There's a lot of skills um, I would tell me to wait on. I would tell myself to buy party hats. On RS2, of course. Um, I would probably have told myself to buy like a billion Zamorak spears before they could become Hastas, and to buy like a trillion Zolra scales when they were 25 each the first couple days. I had uh, like 500k scales at 25 each, and it was pretty cheap to use, you know. I mean, the helm was like 8 mil and scales 25 each. I would just tell myself to invest in items that eventually ended up getting really high in price like that. Or I would um, tell myself to just not play 
when old school came That's out. That's the smartest option. <laughs> uh, I would have not taken so many breaks from my main account, probably. It would have been higher than rank 4. And I should have cashed out and bought an Audi and just became a dicer. <laughs> hey, you, you said uh, <laughs> you would have told yourself to not take as many breaks on your main. Do you think you would have been able to be number 1 had you... I, I did a bit of the math, but it's hard to tell because the game became easier yeah, over time. But yeah. I took about 14 months in total of a break from my main, playing on my different account and then playing old school. So, I mean, Drum Gun only beat me by like a few months, but I mean, the game obviously was harder back then. So, would have been close, to be honest. Uh, personally, I just encouraged myself to start imbuing with skills earlier. I've only done it with agility, and if I'd done it whilst I was going for max, it would have had a lot more magic XP than I do now. Alright, one more thing to add. Uh, Brews on RS3 used to be like 50 GP for 3 dose. They're now 16k for 4 dose. So, Fuck. Yeah, I would have bought like a million of those, man. They rose about a bajillion percent. I don't even know. Uh, I, I want to change my answer to be similar to Alkins, and when I was considering buying a dicing rank to be less of a pussy and just do it. Yep. I could have made bank. God damn it. You should have just sold out and audience. advertised on your videos. Basically, I, I had a lot of opportunities to one. be a dicer in any French chat I wanted, but I always just declined. But yeah, a few of the people I used to talk to made like 500,000 from just dicing. They now do other shit, I guess. Alright, moving on. Um, there's been some Twitch streamers who have um, admitted to real world trading. And apparently they have not been banned. What do you think about the general streamer favoritism? And do you think it is unprofessional on Jagex's end? There's thousands of people who real trade and don't get caught. And but do they but how about the They don't ban people for admitting for real trading. Like, like even if they looked into it, all they would see is a person giving their friend 60 mil. So, are you going to ban somebody for that? No. Uh, I think that's, that's why they ban yeah. people that sell money more than people that buy money, I think. Yeah, when yeah. someone's yeah. giving away 60 mil every five minutes, then yeah, you ban that person, but... Um, I don't know who exactly was admitting RBT and not getting banned, but... I think they shouldn't really act on that. They should act if they have like actual evidence or like in-game chat messages or something like that to ban them instead of just word. I think that if you break the rules in real world trade, you should be banned. But I uh, I missed myself didn't I? Yeah. Um uh, I, I think it would be such a good job of them if they were to actually take a step and ban that YouTuber or that streamer in general, and it would really just set out a good tone to everyone else that does it, because everyone's always going to use the excuse, well, Bodhi got refunded his guthens when he died at Galra's Engine. That will never die. That will be there yeah. forever. And that's, that's just such a huge punishment to everyone else, and it, it makes the company look shit. It makes them look unprofessional. And it will always be there and set in stone forever that he got refunded because he's friends with J-Mods or he's a YouTuber or streamer. Horrible way to go about it. Just say, sorry, buddy. Our servers are shit and you lost stuff <laughs> just like everyone else. That's it. Yeah. All right. 
This makes me think of Pizza Man who lost his pizzas and got them back. That was disgusting. Why? <laughs> Alright. Here's uh, one of the other topics that I liked a lot. It was uh, give a random shout out or give a shout out to a random Hexus member. I'm giving mine to 420. Uh, Ace. Uh, Kushladora. Uh, hi, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. Alcan? Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Everyone in Hex is hash one. Um, Clayton. Alright. So, only because I thought this was kind of funny, it was, uh, someone's doing a poll. They just want to know what your favorite color is. Mine's purple. Red. Um, yeah, orange. Uh, green. I'm not answering that question in case it's a security question somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> There's the poll. Uh, mine's orange, I guess. All right, but no, not in honesty, mine's purple. Like, yeah. Hey. All right. Um, what do you guys think OS Buddy can do to improve their client, and what extra features do you think they could add to be nice and helpful? I mean, that's um, cannon placement thing that Alkin was saying. Fantastic idea. What What else do you guys think? Oh, my idea. Hey, that was, that was that was good shit. I gave you credit too. Come on now. Um, first thing that comes to mind to be uh, screen markers being worked on. Yep. Cool. Um, Boxes for agility need to be bigger. <laughs> uh, my answer would be like there's too many toggles at the moment, and I'd like a better way to do the user experience to make it seem less. Like, I think it's too overwhelming at the moment. I'd like to be able to find a way to just make it a bit cleaner in a way. Yeah, like, what, what is your, like, what is your vision, I guess? Um... Too soon. I don't know. <laughs> like, I just want it to be a lot cleaner and easier to use, but yet still have all the functionality it has. It's like, it's a hard thing to answer. Um, someone, I don't remember who it was, brought up a really good idea where... Uh, the current hunter feature with the boxes and it says when they're gonna be dead or whatever. Ah, uh, like, uh, yeah, there's a certain amount of time. I think it's like ten ticks where uh, they're just gonna fall and nothing's gonna go into them. And it'd be nice to update that. I tried looking into that, but I didn't have a clue what was going on. Uh, um, we can help you out with that, like afterwards or something. I don't use that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can think of one. Randy, you go. Wait, you already No, no, no. Your yours was really good. You you already said yours yeah. like an hour ago. But uh, one oh, one thing that I would like is to be able to. Now you did say you don't like all the toggles. I would like to be able to toggle all of the farming things because like when I log in let's see it's got like your unknown herb at uh, 
at Falador has died. Like, like your watermelon is ready. Your compost bin is ready. I would like to be able to toggle it to where it's just the trees or just whatever. Like, I'd like to be able to pick what things I get alerted about. Should be fairly easy to do. I haven't, I haven't, I didn't write that, but it sounds easy. Oh, one thing I thought of is a way to uh, export your your uh, monster drop tables to have like this big mega drop table of everybody mm. used that was buddy has all their drop uh, yeah, like very very accurate uh, uh, drop tables. Uh, watch this space. <laughs> all right, cool. Oh, some getting worked on. <laughs> I mean, like, in a similar vein to that, we released the, like, your personal GE history recently, yeah. which is a fuck ton of data that we saw. Oh, yeah, from uh, six, six months of data. I was impressed. That was, that was crazy. That was awesome. Alright, uh, should we move on? Alright. Um... What RS3 player, um, either currently playing or retired, do you wish had made the transition into um, competitive, competitively playing old school? Uh, I didn't really follow him much on RS3, but he did play 07 at the start, and I wish he'd followed through with it. it was definitely foot. I think he was one of the only players who did stand in the way of... Um, from getting the rank yeah, one. Oh, he would have beat. He would have um, beat him. Yeah, he would have easily beaten him. Um, I'd also like to see uh, Yosumin play a bit more. He seemed to have done a little bit on Iron Man and then just stopped. And he's on R Street at the moment. I speak to him Who? a little bit, but um, Who is it? Uh, Yosumin. Oh yeah, he plays Iron Man. He's the best best Iron Man farm. I'd like to but, see him. But stick he, he's doing it longer. really inefficiently. I'm not gonna lie. Oh so. yeah, he just AFKs everything and watches yeah. anime. <laughs> Uh, this is the easiest question on podcast for me, the answer is Zarfot. Like, he was just the best I am there. Yeah, yeah. I wish Alcan hadn't burnt out as many times as well. <laughs> hey man, like, that goal was eight years, I'm not gonna give up on that, I had to go back. Um, I guess I'd say, uh, Suomi, even though I totally respect his decision to just, like, play the game really, really casually from a newbie perspective, which is kind of how the game is meant to be played anyways, at the start at least. Um, but it would be cool to see Suomi kind of go hard in old school. Um, I hate to repeat another answer, but I would have really loved to see Foot uh, beat Jibrim to max, or at least be neck and neck with him the whole time. Put up a fight. Yeah. I'm going to also copy another answer. I would have liked to see Suomi. Um, I... Obviously didn't play when he made his climb and all I hear is how great he is and was and it would have been nice to see what he would have been able to do on old school. But but, but Randy, if Suomi played, you wouldn't be the donation king anymore. <laughs> oh, it'd be a donation war, man. <laughs> 20k plus. Um, I guess I'll go last in this one. Um, yeah, I would say Suomi for sure. I'm glad that Forsberg went over to Old School because I knew that he was killing RS3 and I wanted to see if he was going to do with Old School. So I'm happy he did. He also took all your ranks, GG. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
uh, anyone else that I can imagine. Um, there's a few of them that actually are playing. Uh, Crystal Farm is playing old school as well. Uh, he has about uh, 450 mil XP. His accounts, Pizza Hut, you guys might have seen him on the high scores recently. With like cooking and Is shit. he the one with the um, space or without the space? With the, is that the, the space? Si I think with the, with the space is like his friend or something, I believe. Oh, okay. Seen him on CML. He might be, I, I, think he's, I think he's going for top page on old school as well, which he will eventually get. Um, someone called Carcass has like 45 mil room crafting on his ult. He did it for like to make money. Um, but I don't, I think he's going for a trim now on old school or on R3. So he's not going to follow through with his account, I guess. So I don't know. I mean, I'd like to see everyone that finishes 5.2 to be honest to go over to the old school and give it a shot. But this was me. Um, recent player who just got 5.2 bill paper bag apparently came over. Not sure what uh, Yeah, he's but he's playing, playing very little. I don't think he's going to play competitively at all either, he said. Alright, so who is a player that you really looked up to back in the day when you were a noob? How far is back in the day? As far back as you want. It could it could be it could be the beginning of old school. It could be you'd actually be Suomi just because um like 2010, 2011, 2012 when I was playing <coughs> playing R2. I used to just really love his videos. And I just I don't know. He's like a cool guy from his videos. And I like that I like that the rank one player made videos, that was really cool as well. And commentaries and everything. Yeah. Um for R S three it would be slow me just it was not yeah, it was just nice to see how the rank one played and he had a video of him cutting um dragonstones on double XP weekend and he'd open his bank for a second and you just see he's got like hundred and seven K Dragonstones in his bank and you just be like in awe that he's got so many. Um, as for 07 though, definitely Jebrim. Just... Yeah. Alright, uh, I'm gonna go with um, in the early part of old school because I didn't really pay attention to shit back in the day. I will <laughs> always make sure the legend of 07 Green Wave oh, lives on. Man. He... Yeah. Cap. He um, was like rank four or five in TTM, and in July, August. Now, as I said earlier, the system was um, really flawed, and people did get false banned. And he used that kind of AHK back then. That would be like, like, <clears throat> all right, let's say, like for doing Herblore, he would just like use probably like 15 fucking buttons on his keyboard and like it would be the same exact movement every single time it would be like click bank find um like the item in the bank withdraw withdraw use use move to inventory and then do that shit but uh he used AHK uh. for like every single action that he did. People give Trance and I a lot of shit oh, for how much AHK that we use. He used a lot more. And given that they used an automated system back then, not... Wait, who are you even talking about? 07 Green Wave. Oh, I never heard that name. But... I need to make sure he lives I, on. I, I thought you were about to say um, Dreary or something. No, like no. <laughs> uh, he uh, falls banned after uh, like seven months into old school. Rank 5, TTM. Rest in peace. 
Um, I don't want to give the same boring answer as Arthur again, so instead, uh, I used to be in a clan with a bunch of high-ranked people, so probably give them a shout-out, so uh, Allah slash Asiwat, uh, Simon, uh, and Talmo Marks, I guess, those three. Oh man, the memories. Uh, I remember all those names. I, I would I would say Zarfot for sure. I think he changed efficiency in this entire game. It wouldn't even be a thing at this point. Um, a style will always be like my idol as far as XP goes, because I mean, he's the reason why every one of us probably are playing efficiently right now, realistically. Um, uh, probably about it, to be honest. Just Zarfot. Oh, and Ground's a really good player as well on uh, our stream. Yeah, I think he's very underrated. Yeah, very underrated. Going but back to the coming up with players who went to 07, I'd say I'd like to see him go. But he uh, says he really hates Dreary the idea well. of it. Dreary was doing really good in old school and then he quit. Uh, Drowns. Yeah, Drowns and Dreary though. Dreary was... Yeah. Doing really good Drowns said that he didn't like old school because it was just a case of who could do the, the most AHK. Yeah, I think he did say something like that. Um, well, yeah, I did look up to Zarfot in the beginning and all his different efficient skilling methods, but I really started going more toward a skilling mentality when I watched someone named Rivener Spar's videos. I don't know if you guys remember him. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, well, he kind of <laughs> turned me on to Oh, whole... turned you on. Turned me on. Yeah. Please, yeah. <laughs> Please keep it safe for work. Dude, he used to make some really weird videos of, like, I think he was really high and talked about just random bullshit, but he did uh, bring me into the whole skilling scene. What, what, what's yeah, that but, name again? Abbott Spar. Yeah, oh, Spar. that guy. Yeah, I he remember had a 40-minute video about NMZ, uh, not NMZ, sorry, CMI. I remember a story of him saying before that he uh, left hook his mum at a party for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> As you do. Yeah, he was really weird as a individual and I know like back in the day he was kind of disliked in the high level skilling community. I don't know why though. He he brought players down a lot, like he didn't talk highly of too many players, that's mostly why. I think he was a bit of an attention seeker as well. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Well I wasn't around. Sounds really pretty familiar. You I, I was I was just that... I just took Green Wave like I ha- I was- I'm not going into detail. <laughs> Use your imagination. Alright. If you guys had the chance to play like- <clears throat> If you guys had the chance to play like 18 hours a day without any- Like, if you had no other commitments and you were able to play 18 hours a day, would you do it? So, my question would be what type of lifestyle would I have? Like. Is, is money an issue? Well, let's say money's not an issue. Health isn't an issue. You, uh... You stay jacked the whole time? Um... Then yeah, let's do it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd want to play that much. I'd, for, I think for me, if I was able to play without money being a problem or any commitments um, kind of getting in the way of like like a school or a job. I think for me, maybe like 12 hours a day would probably be what I'd go with. Uh, leave, you know, like four or five hours to do some other things, but would not want to do that long term. 
A week? Sure. A month? A I year? Don't, I don't like setting alarms, so I, don't, uh. I wouldn't want to do that. Um, to me that sounds like Burnout Scape fucking central, and I definitely want to do it. I get surprisingly bored. Yeah, I get bored and just fucking do nothing and just... I get fidgety I as well. Yeah. Like, yeah I just, I need to go out at least once and do something. Walk my dog. <laughs> yeah, I mean... If even handle it. For, for how much all of us play RuneScape, it's amazing, like, uh, for me, like, I don't want to do the same skill 18 hours a day, but I'd be fine doing it for 12 hours in a day, you know, like, yeah. it's, it's kind of weird to think about. There's only one next time. <laughs> only one. Alright. Moving on, how do you guys think the Abyssal Bludgeon will be used for Slayer and PVM? As in, do you think it will be efficient to use on some things? Um, what is it? Is it Crush? Yeah, and it, and um, it has like a and it um, has like a stack spec. Um, do we stick the SGS for spec? I think. Um. As for Crush, the only monster that comes to mind being weak to Crush is Gargoyles. That should be a block. Um, if summoning came to get Crimsons, maybe for Water Fiends for the Crush, but I really don't know. I don't know. I've not looked at it at all. Um, well, in terms of PVM, there's a couple of monsters that are weak to Crush, and I think it may make Vedion or Vesh, whatever the hell it's called, somewhat viable, but... Uh, really depends if it can out DPS of Eric's on some of the wilderness bosses. I think efficiently, no, but people will still use it just because. Isn't it going to be the best in slot strength training weapon? Um, yes. yeah. So people will use it just because of that, even though it's not efficient. People will use it. Yeah. A lot. And it will be expensive. Yeah, I have the same opinion as trans. People are going to use it because it's the best for strength. I mean, I still see people using Sarasaur thinking that it's the best yeah. for strength. So. <laughs> yeah, people definitely use that. They see it's the best. Did you guys also see what this motherfucker looked like? It was like... Yeah. Someone please find the picture of it on Alfred's Twitter, I think. Alfred or Ghost Twitter. It's like some... Ghost. Who did I say? Alfred, but it was ghost. Oh, okay, it. I, dude, it's like a fucking an octopus tentacle that is fifteen feet tall. It looks. It's supposed to be a spine. It looks. I think it looks cool. I, what? I think it looks absolutely horrible. It look. Uh, it doesn't look old school at all. You, you um, find the link for it and post it in the chat. That shit looks just horrible. I think. I don't know, I'm really fond of, like, the really old-school, unique kind of designs. Yeah. Alright, um... Trance. Yeah, I think it looks cool. Oh, fuck it. Legend? Yeah, fuck it. Alright. I don't even know what it looks like, so I can't even judge. I think I saw maybe a picture of it, but I don't know. Are you talking about like the actual weapon or the demon thing? The uh, weapon of it. Here's a link to it. 
right here. Kind of to put it up to scale and size as well. Kind of see what it looks like. Oh. What do you think about that? It's the same size as that? Yeah. Almost. Yeah, that's like up to scale. Is that, are you going to hold it like that or are you going to hold it like a sword? Um, it'd be, it's a two-handed weapon. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, that's pretty cool actually then. I don't know. I just think that the top, it just looks way too fucking top heavy. I don't like it. Yeah, I guess so, but that's kind of the design of it, isn't it? Yeah. It's the bludgeon at the end of the cut. My only problem it looks is like it doesn't look like it can crush anything. Like, it looks more of a slash type of thing. At least it's not like a fucking dragon hatchet to Inferno ads. <laughs> <laughs> like, before I was complaining about not enough detail, now I'm complaining that there's too much. <laughs> there's n there's no pleasing. I I have to complain no matter how good or bad it is. Alright. Uh, theoretically, if you obtained 200 mil all, what would you do after that? Agility. Yeah, um, I guess if I hadn't already completed all the pets, I would do that and just basically kind of do a completionist style gameplay. Yeah, same here. Probably pets, but I mean that wouldn't take more than a year, probably, considering how much I'd probably play. Um, yeah, so I, 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 I wouldn't quit. I'd probably make, make a new account or something. Hey. <laughs> exactly. I'd uh, <laughs> probably start playing um, other games full time. I I guess I would probably be. It would just be too much engraved into my head. Don't play the game if you're not getting XP. Wait. So I don't think I would make another would, account. Would you guys try RS3 if you finished Old School? No, no. Probably not. That 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 is a too good far. that is a good question. I, I wouldn't. It uh, for me, it's. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. Uh, what about like Iron Man or Dead Man? Um, you know, I'm actually considering on one of my alts, AFK and two. Don't say Dead Man. Oh, hold on. I might. I might do two hundred oh. mil fishing on Dead Man on an alt. Just because it's gonna yes. be 300k XP per hour in AFK, I like XP and. Uh... Wait, that means you should definitely enjoy RS3 because that is the fishing rate on RS3. What <laughs> you talking about, dude? But uh, I'm really kind of thinking about doing that, especially since they said it won't be like any extra um, cost um, for membership to be able to do that. So. I've kind of been entertaining the possibility of 200 mil fishing and woodcutting on Dead Man. Because, I mean, you can keep five skills without losing XP. So, I mean, the three skills from fucking uh, fishing and then woodcutting, fire making, I guess. I'll just make a new account and do it again. <laughs> I have considered trying it for Iron Man, but it takes. It takes around 20,000 hours as well, so that's a long time. That's a lot. Like, RS, RS3 Iron Man. People are very, like, hypocritical against, like, RS3 Iron Man. They think it's, like, the same as the RS3 main, but it's very different. In a lot of ways. Alright. So, when did you guys kind of, like, realize that you wanted to start, uh, 
playing a lot more, getting a lot more XP, and setting bigger goals for yourself. Like, either whether it's a 99 or a 200 mil. Uh, there wasn't really a point. And I, I don't really set goals. I just log on and play. I don't know. I don't know how to answer this. Um, yeah, I never had a point where I realized that I wanted to gain large amounts of XP, and I really even haven't had large amounts of XP, but, uh, to keep myself motivated for going towards, uh, like, larger goals, like 99 runecrafting or something like that, I usually just envision myself at the end, something like that, think about the end goal. Uh, when I first joined, it started off with getting 99 in the stat before a certain... Know, time, I had to calc out how much I had to play in order to reach my goal, and then it just sort of 199 turned into you know, getting 399s that turned into eventually getting maxed and up to where I am at the moment, but I'm still in the same boat as Trans, where I find myself logging in because I'm having fun rather than endlessly slaving, trying to reach my goal that I've set Um for me, I guess when I first maxed with like two, three, seven, six total, um, I was like rank 150 or something back when I was like 15 or 16 years old, and I just kept working on skills that I had decent XP in, and I eventually got up to like top 100, and it felt pretty cool, so I just kept going, and the nerdiness just kept growing. <laughs> now I'm stuck here. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, like, um, I don't really know way back in the day, but day one of old school i um set a goal for myself to get all 99s you know um so i guess right away for me i didn't when i was in the process of getting um max total i wasn't sure if i'd play after i maxed or not but still having fun so still gonna play but for me it was right away when i started playing old school And I, I'm not sure how many of us have done some black chin hunting, but what is your opinion about um, getting PK'd while you're doing them? You think that's a turn off? What do you think about the people who PK you? Oh, I'm first on this, aren't I? Fuck. Um, well, since I have experience from fishing, uh, I hate it. Fucking sucks getting PK'd. Um, but I guess risk and reward play and factor there, so I mean it sucks, but it's normally still worth it. I don't, but since I guess you have like red chins, it's not too much worse. I think I'll end up doing the red chin method to be honest. I don't really mind that much of a difference in XP. Yeah, it's definitely risk versus reward. Um, not much else to say really. It's not as bad as like RTPKers because it's not really a good crafting alternative. At least for like making money, that's not abyss. Um, and you don't get like any loot from killing RCers, whereas killing chin hunters, you actually would get loot if they didn't drop their chins. So it's like understandable that you would do that for money. Wait, how but, do you guys feel if black chins were like say 300k hunter an hour, and then it was fested with PKers? How would you feel then? I oh, would no. be. That's too much to a jump. Well. Let, let's, say, let's say let's say let's say two let's say 225k an hour which would be quite a buff if it was 
um, that would really fucking annoy me. I mean, I, I don't really like black chins either. The whole point of uh, like being forced to go into the world to be achieve maximum efficiencies just is not that does not sit well with me. And if it was even that much better than red chins, I I just think that would be way too stressful to me. Wouldn't like it at all. But I would. Like, I think I would just force myself to still do them just because they're better XP, though. That wouldn't be fun. Um, well, in terms of actually getting PK'd at Black Chins, that's annoying. And then when I went for 99, I only actually got PK'd once, and that was because my dumbass forgot a glory. But, uh, I enjoyed anti PKing there, and the whole purpose of. Adding black chins in the wilderness was to rejuvenate it, so I guess it's just a game mechanic you have to live with. Yeah. Will people still with splash that. when they do Hunter, then? Yeah, you can. But Man, that should be splash like That's taking away the Splashing on yourself is worse than hunting red chins. If you, spl oh, yeah, if you splash on yourself and do black chins, you're a fucking idiot and should be at reds. <laughs> I've I've seen I've seen Wait, why is it worse? Huh? less XP because you can't squash up the chains. Yeah, I've seen I've seen oh, I've seen okay, some streamers cool. who have splashed on themselves doing blacks. It's funny because they think they're like with with blacks. I appreciate that it is the wilderness, but there's a fine line between you know PKing someone for money and just teams and full made uh, max magic just going and ragging people. You're telling me, man. I had like over 10 people in max gear hunting me in fucking black D guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fishing, leave me alone, bitch. That's not the main turnoff for me, though. The main turnoff is that you, you're skipping out on imbue, and it's easy to do with reds. Really gonna say no to free the 22 mil magic XP that you could just do with these with reds. I think it'd be what nice is it just do reds with you like um the old's doing at the moment it, it's it's a lot more i think the pkers for me are the biggest turn off yeah i i but i like to keep up the imbue all right are you guys happy with the current state of old school runescape absolutely not <laughs> um <laughs> elaborate elaborate please um Nightmare Zone is still not f fixed. Splashing as well. Um, the inflation from Zora and the Karamja store had just been completely ignored and Wyverns. I don't know how they're still ignoring this. That I talked about this, I ranted about this like a month ago on the podcast. The amount of inflation coming from Zora and Wyverns and the, in combination with the Karamja store is ridiculous. I can't even imagine how much GP coming into the game from the battle stab drops, the rune ore drops, the addy bar drops. Um, is, that, is that it? In terms of like just raw GP <laughs> drops. Um, I thought I thought you had a list prepared. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no, I just saw this question right before you asked it. So uh, <laughs> I, I I really really think that the inflation it's not something that you see overnight happen. You're like, oh, this needs to be fixed. Um. Something that happens slowly, but it's very, very damaging to the economy. I think it's going to be a huge problem. I feel like he's uh, had nightmares about this shit, man. <laughs> yeah, man. One day I he really woke think, up and I really think they could actually just, like, kill the economy in Old School. It's just something like, that's really going to 
bite them in the ass because they just yeah. put everything off. Like Nightmare Zone, oh, we're not going to do anything about it. Splash, we're not going to do anything about it. Inflation, though it's not really noticeable uh, short term, long term, we're not going to do anything about it until it's too late or just everything's too fucked up. You would think that the J-Mods think long-term, because, I mean, the sooner it goes down, the sooner you lose your job, right? But they don't even think like that. Yeah, they're always, they're always they're talking about the next thing. Period. Yeah, they're always they're talking about the, the next thing. thing. It's like, fix the thing. Next thing, hey, I had a tweet, uh, I, I don't know if it was a week or two ago, but they have their several dev blogs on sailing. They still want to do Zaya. They've got Dead Man. Um... The two Slayer bosses still have not come out yet. The Slayer assignment rework. What are some other big things that they have planned? Um, I mean, they, they've got a lot on their fucking plate at once. They need to slow the fuck down. Their eyes are too big for their stomach. It's also not good because after all that happens, then what? Like, yeah. No updates for a year yeah, or what? Um... There was we ha we recently had a priority poll and high level skilling content, I believe was number one on there. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. And we haven't heard a damn thing about that yet. You know when are we gonna hear about that? There. Shit. Um, the two things I want to see. Number one, I want to see them hire a new uh, game engine developer because. If you watch the stream, a lot of the things they say are blocked by engine. Um, and the hire a new really... or hire an additional? An additional, sorry. Um, and I would like to see a change to the polling system, because although I think some things work with the polling system, I think some things just people vote for themselves and not for the game. That's like almost everyone. Mm -hmm. It's very hard for most people to not vote for like their benefit. Like, most people vote yeah. no to bond up because it's gonna make the rise go up and... like a selfish vote. But it's hard to not vote selfishly. Um, well, aside from the very obvious inflation from Zora, Nightmare Zone splashing, all that junk, I mean, I'm happy that Jagex has a whole pole system and all that, so... Aside from all that BS, I guess I'm happy. I personally wouldn't care if they allowed splashing if you had to use like death runes or blood runes. I'm sure go ahead, waste like 50 mil on mage. I don't care. Oh, this is a good money. Thing that that's, that's kind of interesting. I, I would let that go. I wouldn't even care. It's a huge money sink, and I doubt many people even do it because it's expensive as hell. Then. Yeah, because I mean, right now mine runes are four GP each, and you get the whole shop update fucked that over really hard too. They should have not put mine packs in there. That shit would be like a hundred each. Oh man, yeah, yeah, it's like chaos. Yeah, I can't imagine what the price of it would be. But um, for me, I'm content, but always complaining. Um, kind of what Tran said. There's a lot wrong, but I don't think we give enough credit to the stuff that is in the game and is good, you know. So. I would say I'm content. I'm not. I wouldn't go as extreme as trance into how fucked up I think things are, but I'm not gonna give it as much praise as some others may. I'm okay with it right now. I'll, I'll give a small list of good things, which are pretty cool. Go ahead. I can I can think of. Um, I think stamina potions were like one of the 
most amazing updates as far as like giving the rest emote like how you rest and you get energy that basically got distinguished just by putting in stamina potions which worked out perfectly because you need super energy still yeah so then destroy that price and you make money from agility which pretty oh, cool yeah. i guess um i think the tentacle whip thing is an amazing update besides the whole actual piece now being like 300k and it's never going to go uh up again that was a nice whip sync because whips were hitting like one point. They were under. They were under that. They were under that. I remember. Um, yeah. I mean, if inflation made them rise, but they were going below one mil pretty damn soon, I... and then the whip thing came out and they hit one point five. When I was in the process of oh. slaying, like in March, April of twenty fourteen, um, I had like twelve whips or so, and you know, selling it on Zybez. And obviously there'd be people who would undercut you as well. You know, they say, I'm selling mine for a mil. Oh, he's going to sell it for 900K. And then I, rem I remember yeah. this thing. There was one guy who sold like, who was selling like five whips and he was undercutting us all. And he sold it at 850K each. I bought all, I bought five whips at 850K each. And I think it took a day and I sold them at like one mil, 1 1.1. They, they were really fucking cheap. So that, that was a good update. There's a few more. Like, I guess the Zamrak Spear update was amazing as well. It actually gave it a yeah. price. They've done a lot of good things, but they like the things that they fucked up on had a huge impact that you can almost look away from the good things that they've done. Mm -hmm. that it's just mm -hmm. so bad. Yeah, like, I've always thought that Zor was a pretty high-quality boss, the way you have to hybrid it and stuff like that, but it gets overlooked because of the insane rewards. Yeah. They really should have made it follow the same path as like Arax where you can only camp like a few kills and then they all get harder and harder from each kill. So you, every day at reset basically you kill like four or five Zulra and then you can't do it or else it gets too hard. They need to follow that path with like the next boss that they release that's like that. Or, yeah. It would also keep the price of like things their price, you know? Yeah, and I don't know what the kind of a stigma they have around like fixing what they fucked up on and I don't know why they just don't do it like it seems like they realize that they messed up a lot of the time and they just don't want to go back on what they've done I don't know they, they don't like they don't, they don't like admitting their mistakes ever I mean what yeah, company exactly. does that but I mean it makes them look much more mature and professional if they make their if they show the mistakes they've made and they fix it yeah exactly I always thought it would be more professional of them to just say okay we messed up let's fix it you know but I think they believe it's more professional just to ignore it. Alright. Who in this high-level skilling community would you say carries the most influence, whether that being directly or indirectly? Uh, definitely uh, Foot, because... If he changed, hey, well, that, okay, he's not. I don't know why you're laughing. That's that's a really good point. I hadn't even, I wasn't even thinking of that. That great point. Go ahead, not go active, ahead. But if he if he changes the rates, like if he when he changed, you know, bringing to zero UHP, it really affected uh, how people played the game. It really does the way his the, the rates he sets for CML really does affect some people's play styles and uh, yeah, the influence. I think this um, Randy and Finbar have pretty big influence over. No, you do have a point. You do have a point there. Uh, what do you think, Joy? Uh, I would say Finbar as he runs the uh, top skilling clan in uh, 07 Kappa. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. 
Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'd agree. Like, the top's getting hands, obviously. Like, they carry the most weight, so their punch is the hardest. And also, like, the skilling people who stream, because they're the people who influences the voters, right? Like, to change things. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of sheep will follow. You know, vote vote for vote for uh, GE, put it in the game. Vote for Deadman, put it in the game. Those kind of people, I think... So, sorry, Alkin. Those kind of people, I think, <laughs> have the. Uh... Hey, I don't do it often at all, man. I try not. <laughs> the only well, time I fought for that was when they said spins for Iron Man. I was like, "Fuck you, idiots!" <laughs> and then it actually, it actually got questioned, and then they took it away. I, so, I think, I think that um, those kind of people really have like the most influence because, I mean, they speak, and a whole lot of fucking people listen. So, yeah. They're basically like the media, right? Like, and people just listen to the media. Yeah, right? yeah. It's kind of, kind of true. But I will also say, Foot definitely uh, carries the most influence to the certain player, for sure. Like as Trance said, if he changes a rate, you're probably gonna change how you play. But here, here's something for you, Randy. Right? You enjoy the GE. I right? do. I do. It is, it is great. It is great. Hey, hey, hey. I didn't, I didn't I'm say having, I didn't say having influence was a bad thing. I, I know, I'm just saying, like, it, it kind of, you know, just kind of looks funny, right? Because if he says yes, vote yes to something that you don't like, you probably hate him then, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, um... Hypocrite <laughs> No, no, like, it's, it, it's just, who do you think has the most influence? It's not, do you like that people have influence or not? Yeah, I think, I think the problem isn't the people who are influencing, it's that people get influenced so easily. Yeah, like, it, yeah, it's exactly. nothing negative on the influencer, you know what I mean? Shit. You can't help that uh, everyone's gonna listen to what you had to say. That's still their choice to do what they do, but if you tell them to vote for something, then they vote for it just because you said to vote for it. You, no, you, sucks, yeah. Then you've got a lot of fucking... Like your voice carries a lot of influence. That's a lot of power. With great power comes great responsibility. All right. Moving on, motherfuckers. What would you say is the was the was or is the golden age of RuneScape? Oh man, when free trade was not in the game. Fuck free trade as far as competitive skilling goes. Think about how much better all your lives would be if there was no free trade. Fancy you keep rootcrafting those nice runes, man. <laughs> I, I actually really liked it when free trade wasn't a thing. Because, uh... There was no yeah, cheating, there was no boosting, there was nothing. Yeah, people were just It nice, was almost like Iron Man. Like, just everything yourself. But, like, Beautiful. for me, the actual golden age was, like, when Dungeoneering was just released, like, pre-Gatestone. That was my favorite time in ours. I'd have to say um, February 2013, just the fresh start for everyone, everyone on the same, well, until GP swapping, on the same sort of square, just everyone starts fresh, new, new economy, just the game was empty and it was every man for himself, it was really... Would you have preferred Old School to come out with like no free trade though, or with free trade? How would you have felt uh, I was always a fan of the uh, trade limit being there just because it meant that you know, people don't have rank one content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, 
it only happened because it had happened to someone else, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm you not know, just joking, don't worry. You just out-donationed them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, the golden age of RuneScape for me personally when I had the most fun was like... I'd say around 2000... What year did Turmoil come out? Does anyone know? Whatever your turmoil came out, it was probably the most fun for me. 2011, probably, or 2010, around there. Maybe. I'm not too yeah, sure. Yeah, I think it was late 2010. Had a lot of fun PKing and doing things like that. Uh, definitely 2005 to 2007. I feel like at that time, people, the way people played the game, including myself when I was that age, was more the way it should casual. Be. <laughs> like, yeah, the way it should, like, the way it actually should be played, we were playing it that way at that time that's that was the golden age um i think right now is oops not my turn but uh, i think right now for me is like the golden age but I, I would say like overall though i thought the game was uh really fucking good back when i was playing way back in the day before um hunter was released that uh, I don't know, you know, I was still kind of like a noob. Still, you're taking my answer for the next uh, the next question. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I see, I see. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think uh, like right after construction was released, I'd say it's probably one of the golden age periods of old school, or not old school, just RuneScape in general, but. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that a lot for overall RuneScape, like the golden age of RuneScape itself. Because, like, with the current old school, like RS and RS3, is like a big split in the community that I think kind of limits how good the game can be. Alright. Alkin, what do you think the uh, golden age is? Oh shit, I went first on this one by accident, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you said when I, I could have swore I saw uh, my name first. So, okay, that was mine then. Oh, alright, alright. Let's move on then. So, um, what do you do to entertain yourself while playing? Uh, you playing other games, um, on TeamSpeak TV shows? What are you doing? Just about everything you could imagine is what I do. <laughs> playing on a different account. Watching shows, watching movies, talking to people on Skype or TeamSpeak. Yes. Um, I would recommend definitely watching TV shows. Movies are great, but TV shows, if you can get into one, that's a nice like 100 hours of RuneScape you can go through easily. Yeah, um, TV shows, definitely movies. I really like movies. A lot of music. Uh, I listen to a lot of music. Kind of uh, what kind of music? <laughs> uh, trance. And uh, I also play Hearthstone, uh, which you guys can add me if you want. Just uh, anytime you see trance stream and he's looking for people to play with. Yeah, my BattleNet <laughs> tag is uh, trance hashtag one one seven three. What's with I the numbers? Like, in, with the BattleNet, it's pin oh, number. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just like your your ID tag. Okay. You don't get the picture. Like capital. 
Yeah, but anyways, um, I'll play Hearthstone like an hour or two a day. I, I like playing it, and the uh, expansion is coming out tomorrow, and I'm excited. But I can play, like, I I can play without, like, actually losing ticks in RuneScape, even if I'm hunting or runecrafting, so... It's like pretty, like half the time you're just waiting for your opponent to move, and even when it's your turn, you can kind of think about what you want to do while you're playing RuneScape, so I really like it. Um, I just do everything that was really listed. I do uh, sit in TS quite a bit, watch TV shows, Reddit. That's part nuts. All sorts. do all the same things, just watch TV shows, talk on TeamSpeak, uh, I don't really watch too many movies, I really kind of enjoy getting into a TV series. Like, it's like for me, like, I can't watch a TV series unless I think it's really, really good. So, like, I used to watch a lot of TV series while playing RuneScape, but now, like, every TV show I seem to try and watch now, I just think it's terrible. So, like, I don't know, maybe you guys could recommend me something that you guys like. Game of really Thrones. Good. Detective. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing that now, like everything you say, I've probably already seen. Sopranos. Yeah. Hey, there's a there's a really there's a really good show out there. Not a lot of people have heard about it or watched it. It's an HBO show called Ballers. I was gonna say it's something to do with basketball, man. Probably some shit. Baller, show Ballers <laughs> is a really good show, dude. It's uh, in its first season right now, and it's. Uh, Really fucking good so far, um, but what I do is. Is that about basketball? Wayne Durant Johnson. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good show, dude. Oh, is that the one that Dwayne started? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. God. I think I'm out of one episode. Is that really like motivates people basically? Um, no, it's kind of like Brinsky. living the life of. Uh, I don't know. Can't really elaborate on it much. You'd have to watch it, but um, I, I really don't ever watch any movies. I've really transitioned into being a TV show kind of guy, and always when I'm able to watching sports. The last three months has been really dry since the finals have ended. I don't watch any baseball. Shit's a snooze fest to me. Football season's coming up here. It's going to be great. Every Sunday, Monday night, and Thursday night is going to be filled with a new third monitor that I'm getting. Is going to be all sports <laughs> all the time. That's going to be fucking awesome. And uh, then basketball season will be starting up. And every night, I'm going to be watching a game. If As long as it's not the fucking... Uh, Bobcats versus the fucking Jazz. I'll probably watch it, but you know, uh, that's a pretty unfair advantage, man. Three monitors. Brad would not approve this. <laughs> oh, dude, the third third monitor, <laughs> third monitor is coming in uh, about a week. I ordered this um, HDMI to USB converter, and just waiting for that thing to come in and getting that third monitor. And I play on a laptop too, so it's uh, gonna be pretty cool. But wait, so is your laptop? Yeah, yeah. So like, I have my laptop. I have a monitor to my left, and I'm soon going to have another monitor to my right. So three monitors. Cool. I also watch a lot of um, esports as well. That's something I've gotten into. 
Oh yeah, I watched a lot of Hearthstone uh, streams as well. Yeah, I watch a lot of YouTube too. Different YouTube series, things like that. Get your questions in now before the raffle goes. First, uh, first question we got is um, kind of on the topic of the competitive tournaments. Um, what do you guys think about them trying to do more competitive things in the future? Do you think the PVM Cup should have a reward or something? I mean, take that in any way you want. You think the PVM should have a reward? You think skilling should have a reward? What do you think that they should do in the future with the competitive gameplay? Um, well, I was a fan of the PvP tournament just because of all of the viewership that RS got because of it. And I would really like to see them just kind of have a better system, like a better commentating system, or at least, like, at least, like, a different way so you can view, like, unique perspective of a player, because it was kind of hard to see what the hell was going on most of the time. Um, I would like to see them reward different skilling cups or PBM cups or something like that it doesn't necessarily have to be the same amount but uh, some type of reward or incentive would be nice I think the reward was a bit ridiculous I think they could have gotten away with given like a year's membership to, to like the winners or something like I think that people more wanted the title than they wanted the money. People really. would have done it for yeah. free, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's an ego boost. Of course, you wanted that shit, anyways. I mean, yeah. why, why do you why do you think uh, we were trying so hard as we did in the Skilling Cup? We don't give a fuck about the money. Just yeah. let it, let us have that ego. ego Let's walk around man. with our uh, number one fingers in the air. Fuck you all. You know, it's uh, all, all it's all <laughs> about bragging. Knowing now, 10k is a lot of fucking money, but if it was a hundred. 10, 10k was just to bring in more if, viewers. If it, if it was, if it was a hundred, if it was a hundred dollars, the the real prize would have been the bragging rights. That's really what it comes down to. A hundred dollars would have been an embarrassment. We. Uh, yeah, well, well, I, I'm just using just a. <laughs> fucking like. Or <laughs> well, like a cosmetic crown or something. Like, there's so many things they could have done that people would have preferred. Uh, if you get into the cosmetic shit, man, you would have too many people competing. With RS3 at least, man. True. Fucking seasonal high scores. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I, 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 a selfish answer would be, yes, give the winner of, a, of the Skilling Cup money. But I don't, I don't really think that um, they should do anything like that. Bragging rights are really more... It, bragging rights are... An, Bragging rights and a statue, I think, are... The statue would be all Yeah, 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 I mean, te teleport enough. to Clan Wars, walk south, you'll see a statue with uh, a character depicted after me on it, you know? So... <laughs> like, money's the type of thing you give in esports events when you want people to start taking it seriously as a profession, but, like, that's not something anyone's going to be doing with RuneScape PKing anytime soon. Yeah. So, like, it's just a really weird concept to give money. Well, people try hard when they're peaking anyways, or else you die. So, like, obviously, money wouldn't be their motivation, realistically. Unless they're flat broke IRL and they fucking needed it, I guess. Then maybe. If you if you were flat broke IRL, I don't think entering a RuneScape peaking tournament is going to make Yeah, money. this ain't league, man. I don't think it'll ever be league. Alright, uh, moving on. Um, different, possible different hosts for the podcast. Um, 
You know, we had Case host at one time. I think he went AFK a couple times, which uh, wasn't great. I had technical <laughs> difficulties from the start. Didn't yeah. Um, I would definitely like to see... I think I was talking to Trickle a few days ago about hosting this one, but I guess I forgot about that. Did I? Uh, yeah, you did. I forgot about it as well. Oh, we both suck. So, hey, perhaps we'll uh, press one in the chat if you want to see Trickle host the next podcast. But I, I would definitely like to see a lot more people hosting it than it's, uh, you know, a d different kind of flow and feel to the podcast, I guess. Maybe some people would like it if I wasn't ever fucking talking, you know? So. <laughs> but, alright. Um, what skill would you guys like to see have some mid-level additions and high-level additions that uh, are currently lacking. I think construction is too linear and should have more variants. I'm really disappointed we didn't get a follow up on this level 95 agility course. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? G agility course. Oh, oh man. I never followed up with that, did they? I was getting excited. <laughs> Me too. I, I want to learn the agility to do that. That's a good question, actually. How would you guys feel of, like, a bonfire-esque thing for <gasps> fighting? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Someone really wants a fucking bonfire. <laughs> was that healthy? <laughs> that was someone in the background oh, of George. Like, oh, in the bathroom, bonfires. <laughs> that sounds just that soul. That would be some shit I would say. <laughs> yeah, it's someone who really wants bonfires. <laughs> but um, they were talking about doing uh, a way to fish or hunt the Zoro scales. I think if that were like really bad XP, it'd be okay. Because if because that would be a lot of money per hour because Zoro scales are pretty valuable. So that'd be pretty. It shit would also XP. make them probably go down though. Yeah, and if, if they, they made it a method a lot of people do, like, let's just say monkfish, maybe, then yeah. that'd be okay. Like 100k hunter per hour. <laughs> like 40k fishing or something. Yeah, pretty low. I think monkfish is actually perfect 40K, for it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I do think construction could have a whole lot of more updates to it. One that I really want to see that I remember them talking about, I think I've said this on several podcasts now, Give us like a level 85 room or something where we can put a fucking altar in and change your spell book that you're on. It's already been done for those tournament worlds. The code's already in the game. Just fucking put it in. I think they said they were going to do that in one of the recent Oh, they said days. they'll do anything if the players want it. Uh, if the we, players can want it. <laughs> we can do it. We can do it. The community <laughs> calls it. If it passes a poll, then sure. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really interested in them uh, making more Slayer updates. I really want to see uh, a couple more Slayer monsters, you know? We haven't had enough. Coming never. <laughs> yeah. Alright, uh, who are some people that have not been on the podcast so far that you guys would like to see on it in the future? 
Boomy. Yeah, I. Yes, Boomy. I haven't talked to him for like two months about being on it. The last I talked to him, he said he was open to doing it. I, I think he asked me if I wanted to be on it the same one as he wanted to be yeah, on. Yeah, so yeah. I guess uh, I wouldn't mind being on it the same one he's on if you want to start. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun for sure. Like nice to get um, RS3 players because their opinions vary a lot from ours. And they're usually more intelligent yeah, and not as close-minded as us. Yeah. Cap King. Cap King would be nice, yeah. Any type of J-Mod would be pretty cool too. Yeah, I was going to say that as well. No Cap King would just say, what the fuck is this, to every question. <laughs> uh, someone who I'd really like to see on it is Kush. He, uh... When he returns from his burntness, that'd be nice. I, I think he'd have a, a lot of intelligent things to say, contribute well. Like, uh, I've probably got a slightly different perspective on it, because I've seen things from behind the scenes of when I used to work there, but, um, like, you know, have you ever heard of Mod Philip? He's like, uh, like he does a, he's he's free, a lot. No, 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 he's like everything. Oh. But he does a lot for the game that people don't really know about, and I think even having him on the um, RuneScape uh, live stream thing would be nice. But yeah. Oh okay. Like he's, he's they have like, like Mod Jack Mob or some shit too. He's he's, he's like oh, that could be possible. Maybe. Uh, but no, yeah, Mod Philip is like the real unsung hero of old school RuneScape. I would also like to see yeah, I am Big Truck. Well, everything. What does he do for old school though? I want to like the uh, <laughs> his well his job title is like a technical director. He's like basically he's like the he he oversees everything to do with the engines for both games. Well oh. I haven't heard anything about that ever. Hmm. Interesting. Like you you wouldn't really. Like he's not like a a public person. I see, I see. Uh Last question we got, and that is, do you think you will ever regret the time that you have spent on RuneScape? Time you enjoy time. wasting is not wasted time. Oh, yeah. Every RuneScaper uses that the defense mechanism. No. <laughs> <laughs> just, to, just to justify it. But it is true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't think I will. What else would you do? You're not gonna like become the next professional athlete if that's what you're thinking. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> you got some. Yeah, hope, P so. I, I know. I've I've, gonna play a I've game, seen but... people who have said like, um, instead of the like seven thousand hours of RuneScape you've played, think if you were doing seven thousand hours of like weightlifting or something like that yeah. or working. Like, bitch, it don't work like that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, it's. Time enjoyed is not time wasted. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I thought this was a real good podcast. Uh, about two hours, forty minutes or so. Um, That's not long enough. We need more questions. <laughs> if if you can think of anything real quick, let me know. We're out of questions. Otherwise, lacking viewers, give us questions. <laughs> what we were lacking was the secretary to uh, keep up some of this shit. But, alright though, everyone, um, probably gonna end it here though. 
Uh, thanks everyone for Wait. what? I have a good question. Oh. What is your Twitter account? Hey, Randalicious RS, hey. follow me. I just passed Trance up in followers last week. Shout out to all my <laughs> new followers. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to my future I followers. At... I am at George with two O's. You don't need any more followers. <laughs> How many do you have? Is this like 12, 13 you know K? <laughs> 13,000 or something, I don't know. What? He's got more than me. Alright, everyone follow me. Unfollow him. <laughs> Cam, you don't have one I'm yet? I do, but it's a personal Twitter. I probably don't want to advertise uh, it. He posts all the chicks with Netflix pics on their own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm at OSRS underscore trance. Alright. Um, and then last question I got here is when will the podcast be uploaded to YouTube? Probably in like 12 hours or so. My computer has a really hard time running um, everything and uploading process and doing all the fucking bullshit of uploading it. So it'll be up sometime probably around like 6 or 7 a.m. EST. And for everyone who has watched this, thank you. Our next podcast will be September. That's my fucking birthday. I don't know. Somewhere between... It'll probably be September 4th or 5th. So, I'll say September 4th is probably the most likely day for the next podcast. I'll put out a video a couple days in advance giving a kind of announcement of when and where it'll be. But it'll be on my Twitch channel, so you know. Throw me them follows. I appreciate that. But about to end it here. Thanks, everyone, for watching. See ya. Yeah.